Hello hello traders welcome back to another episode of the Traders Show this is episode 15 my name is Kenneth Munene I'm the founder of Financial Hub today I'm joined by a couple of people so on my right we have two people Caleb Sam is finally back my co-founder colleague and we work together at Financial Hub we have a new guest Francis Francis Kisavo yes okay we'll introduce Francis later we have Lawi on my left we're going to have an interesting show today basically we'll be talking about trading we have a new voice in the show so we'll be talking about trading all aspects of trading all the way from the start of your journey to trading some good amounts of cash so before i jump into any details that will be tackling i think it's important for us to give the market update it's been a bloody week a very volatile week in the markets the vix is up 6% 6.5% to be precise we're now trading at 22.97 up from about 16 sometime back earlier this week gold trading at 1781 coming back all the way from about 1725 last week oil 64 going back down from 67 The pound is trading at 1.3706, GBPAUD 1.9092, EURUSD 1.1676, EURYEN 128.2, the Dow finally breaking the 35,000 barrier to the downside. We're now trading at 34,750. For me that's a signal. I'm really paying attention to what will happen there. Nasdaq coming back below the 15,000 mark we are now trading at 14,767 15,000 was quite a level we are now below it the dollar coming quite quite strong we are now trading at 93.43 Francis is a good trader in the Nasdaq so we are going to give an update on the Nasdaq we've not done it before Nasdaq trading at not Nasdaq the DAX trading at 15,750 So before I introduce the guest I think it's important for Caleb and Lawi to give us their weekly updates first. Caleb you're finally back in Kenya. Yeah yeah yeah. <coughs> so guys I'm back. Uh had a good time. I've not been in I think the past three or four pod, I think three three podcasts uh taken a short break. But yeah, back to business, back to work, back to trading and everything is fine. Uh for the past time for the period that I've been around not traded heavily but been doing a lot of back testing a lot of research and reading as well and but I have been trading and it's quite fine quite fair this week also I remember I had a few trades I had two trades this week Aussie dollar USD card both hit stop loss I'm seeing them today morning uh so I think that I had a 1% 1% risk on each of them uh, all hit stop loss so I'm here to journal that reflect on it and work on seeing what uh, happened on those pairs I've just seen them now when we walked in here which is what I normally do I normally take long term trades and let them uh, I give them space to breathe I'm not really a short term trader that's how my mind works that's how I work well in trading apart from that everything is fine I'm happy to be back and yes we'll have an interesting talk today and I look forward to it so that's that's it from me that's nice man okay personally on my end uh, my trading has been a bit slow also markets for me have not been giving a lot of opportunities uh, I had one trade on Monday on GJ hit stop loss um running a gold trade right now so still a few pips yeah in profitability so 
I'm watching that for maybe I'll run it maybe to next week I don't know uh, how it will play out there's some volatility coming in so the dollar is pumping also so maybe uh, the gold might dump a bit a few hundred pips maybe so uh apart from that I've had also an oil uh, mag- uh an oil trade today morning which hit stop loss so those three trades have been my market watch for the week other than that just uh, office errands and yeah mentoring our students so that's uh, all for me on my week i'm glad uh francis is here today uh one of our office mates so we'll also be having a wonderful session with him and be glad to learn from him also i hope you guys can also learn from him yeah yep so guys at least you've heard my colleagues are doing well but i've had this is a losing week on my end For me personally I have I think three trades I had some oil longs early in the morning you can see towards London I've been taken out I had some Dow shots at least made money on that and I also have some gold shots currently that I'm watching anyway now let me introduce Francis so I met Francis in our office so he's a neighbor just the next door I think three or four steps are <clears throat> from our office so i was walking across the office and then i saw some screens some two screens and anytime i see a screen and i see a chat i'm interested in talking to the person behind that chat so that's how i met francis and francis is a six figure trader to be precise he's been trading since 2013 he'll tell us the journey all the way from when he knew about the markets to trading how he's trading there's a lot that needs to be learned from such a man There are very few people I think in Kenya who are trading and there are even fewer people who are trading a six figure account. So pay attention and try to learn as much as possible from the man. So we have a set of questions that we'll be using to guide the conversation, but basically we'll be try we'll try as much as possible to answer the questions that you guys have been asking us, the questions that us guys think are important for you in your trading journey. So to start off, thanks a lot Francis for showing up. And how did you get started in trading? I think that's the first most important thing. How did you land on the charts? <coughs> so, thank you guys for having me. Welcome, uh, welcome. It's a it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> And it's good to know, you know, like uh, having uh, other traders mm-hmm. people in the same field. Uh, mm, yeah. you, you find, you know, being a trader in Kenya, you find the majority of the people you know are in regular regular work. So, mm-hmm. Your, whatever you go through it's very difficult to explain to understand for them yeah. to get you so it's yeah. good to know people like you guys mm-hmm. yeah. uh, who, are, who are in the same field so sure. uh, going back into the question how i got into trading um, so my background i in education wise i did the uh, economics and and, and and accounting and when i started even like way back way before i knew I wanted to work in the financial markets. Back then. Yes, even like back then, like even when I was in high school or whatever. What what hey, what year we stock market what, 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 what year yeah. we talking about? This is the, I was in high school, I finished high school 204. Did you knew the market back then? <laughs> yes. I knew, school I was in a, I was in a was a, a 10 years later. I was in a very good school, uh, Light Academy, and mm. the thing about that school, Light in Karen. 
Yes, that's the one. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The thing about that school is that you got a lot of exposure. Like there are in that school it's a proper the proper mix of people from all over the all, world, over, yeah. all over just people with different experiences. Yeah. Okay. And this is for me having come from a very regular like primary school. Yeah. And by some chance I found myself in Light Academy. Yeah. And then there I got into I had a computer teacher who you were learning programming and stuff like this mm. back then. It's it's this thing, basically <coughs> just exposure to the internet yeah. and things that are happening. I knew because I I there was this guy called Terry Ryan. He was the chief economist at the central bank at the time. So mm-hmm. in it was somebody because I had seen him, heard of him, like I aspired to be like him okay. from that economic mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. But then I I you know now later with more learning I realized there is another side of the financial market I can get uh, get into and and get paid basically <laughs> <laughs> and, and get paid. So mm-hmm. that's how I ended up doing economics at the university. Which university? Nairobi University. Okay. Nairobi University 206 to 2010. And um and now you know uh, and so when I got into the university So I knew about the trading element. So I was even trying at some point with some friends, you know, um trying to exchange currencies physically, moving from one broker to another broker <laughs> to try to This find forex some bureaus. Yes, forex bureaus trying to get some arbitrage opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, get a good trash. quote at the bank and 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 go and give it out initially or something Serious? for a better rate yes working around with no, real physically <laughs> physical yeah. cash no physical physically but yeah but then um, so that was then and then we finished high school uh, campus. campus then life came and you know with, with life mm-hmm. it comes no journey kazi you must work get mm-hmm. your bills paid and stuff so i got into accounting really So like, that was my first job when I did not get into what I needed mm-hmm. because I wanted to go into audit at the time. So when I did not get that I got a job as an accountant and I started working. Yeah. So in my second job, my first job, uh, in my second job, three days into or even like three weeks, no, a week or so into the job, mm-hmm. I'm sitting at my desk, we are like several accountants, it's a big room. Mm-hmm. It's a big company, it's a, it's a listed company in the stock exchange. So we're in this big room as accountants and mm-hmm. my own docket. Then like you know like with the way desks are divided. Yeah. I I I stand up at some point and the guy across like directly from me the one I can see his screen. Mm-hmm. I see him hide some charts. Mm-hmm. Hiding. And, uh, like you know like just uh, minimize uh, minimize. <laughs> <laughs> and you know like when you see those charts you just know. Like yeah. like you said you saw some charts. I said you just know that. Yeah, yeah, like I knew you mm-hmm. do it must be Uh, something to do with currencies mm-hmm. or markets <laughs> as in for me a trading investment was as uh, is something i've i've always done like even even when i was in campus i did all the ipos that came out around then mm-hmm. i participated in some way like uh, the kenjen ipo when it came out i was there kenyari i did something so you participated when the stock market in kenya was hot yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like like what the particularly the Ken- kenjen ipo i did really well you know mm-hmm. and What price did you buy and what price bought, did you get out? We bought I bought uh, nine at nine bob or I can't remember the IPO price was nine or eleven I cannot mm. remember. <coughs> But what I had done mm-hmm. I had uh, gone out to Krep Bank, mm-hmm. which is directly opposite our office right now. Okay. And this is when I'm a student. Convinced the credit manager there that I I can make money. 
and they gave me a loan of 100,000 shillings back then back then and I'm a student mm-hmm. I'm a student and I went directly like at the time uh, there was this uh, bureau uh, not bureau forex uh, not not forex what do you call them uh, accounts no no not CDC. yes the brokers mm-hmm. there was one which was in the corners mm-hmm. I'd gone there opened an account and immediately put in the money there and the IPO came price on day one. You knew the IPO was coming was you were going to borrow the money. Yeah, as in I bought on the basis of the IPO and I used the shares as security. Mm-hmm. They did they allowed that. Mm. And so um we got in uh day one. So what happened was that there was a serious oversubscription, extremely high. Mm-hmm. As in there are people who bought shares for a billion bob. Mm. For Kenjen, like Kenjen is a, a is a billion. real is a real is a very good company. It's, yeah. in, it's a very good business. It's a, it's it's in its own niche. There mm-hmm. is no there are no, no new entrants. Yeah. There is no competition. Maybe now it's competition has come in. Mm-hmm. Yes, the market yeah. is there. Like mm-hmm. it's a very good company with good cash flows and everything. So it was a good investment opportunity. So what the people who are giving out the shares decided, they decided for everybody who applied, we are going to give them a hundred thousand worth of shares. And that's mm-hmm. what you had. Actually, and that is exactly <laughs> what I had. So I got the maximum allocation possible. Uh-huh. Actually, I got a refund. They gave around 67,000 of the about. Eh? Mm-hmm. So I got a refund of 33,000. 33,000 and then for my shares, day one. You see all these people who had their funds refunded. Day mm-hmm. one went through the stock market to try and buy. Hey. That day one, I sold mine at like 49 bob. Serious? Ah, day from one of bob. my from 9 bob. 49 49 day, day, one. day one of Kenjen opening at the NSC at back then the NSC was at the uh, Mission Center that day me mm. sold mine I got out took and my home. money paid my money <laughs> paid my things and and and, and worked out <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I got into into like that investment. investment you know like so by the time I was finishing campus I knew the kind of things I wanted to do okay so I did Kenyari Kenyari did not do so well yeah. I did Safaricom Safaricom did not do so well at first like it it went up a bit then came down yeah, you know but for me Safaricom was like a long term objective like in fact for me investment in shares is usually just long term <coughs> it's rarely speculative so mm. like you just buying them for, for 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 the dividends for 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 your retirement stuff like this okay so when i i saw this guy he had an empty for chat we got talking you know like we immediately became friends like mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah like we just became friends and and him and his cousin and and some other people were trading so that's how i found myself now into trading this was now in 2012 13 there about yeah so this is around december so i've seen mt4 i've learned that there is a way you can do this in an automated fashion mm. so now i'm into <laughs> into into like at this point i'm not doing the physical working around that yeah. i was doing when i was in campus we had, we had a lot of free time yeah. uh, <laughs> but now now i'm working so so i have this automated way to do it so i started you know uh, getting to run Forex factory baby pips these places you know yeah. the usual baby places was there in 2012 yeah 2013. the pips the school of pipsology has been there for <laughs> <laughs> everyone has and and that school is like i think that school has everything you need yeah, like, yeah. like oh, yeah. if you go through so that school, school yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like a proper proper school yeah. and it's free and like it was free back then it was still free 
Yeah. It was still free. Then there were mm. those traders. I cannot remember their names. They had funny names, good names, mm. trading sort of uh, acronyms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was following these people, trying to see what they're saying, like the weekly, weekly, their reports, uh, yeah, stuff mm. like this. But <coughs> at the end of the day, I was trying to. My friend is called Elias. <laughs> I'll send him a link to this. He'll, he'll watch this. <laughs> mm. Elias. Elias had been doing it for a bit, eh? so he knew a few things. He knew okay. a few things here and there. So, like, he helped me for a, at, at the start to try to know where to go. So, like those things for factory baby pills and stuff like this. Yeah. So, but the one thing he told me and and showed me was like, what what do I need to do? You need to get a strategy. You need to have a risk management on point. Mm-hmm. So now I was just trying to learn this, learn this, learn this. Mm. Now, as to the strategy, as to what, now that is where I was moving around Forex Factory and mm. all these other places. And Forex Factory is also a very big uh, pool of, 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 of resources. Yeah. So I, and, yeah. And, and some other places. So I mm-hmm. got a lot of uh, the initial ideas, which I tried, some worked, some failed. Mm-hmm. But basically, I was into trading at this point, yes. Okay. Oh. And and nice. the internet, how is it back then as compared to now? You school Wi-Fi when you go at a club? Actually, yeah, it was the Pentium 4, <laughs> the computers. That mm-hmm. But internet was good in the sense that, uh, um, you see, I was working, I was trading and working. And and my employer had 100 Mbps. So. Okay. okay, so you'd use it with Zuri, son. Very good. <laughs> but the thing and back is, home? Uh, back home, you were just using Safaricom. But I wasn't trading Bundles. a lot. Eh? Yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't. The thing is, um, I have never been those traders who work like overnight and stuff. Just yeah. specific times doing my thing. Okay. That's, 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 that's just been it, yeah. So I never, there was a time that came when I needed the like overnight trading and stuff like this, but this mobile internet is sufficient. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, in 2012, mobile internet was... Internet has been good since... Since around 2005, 2006. When did they land that uh, cable in Mombasa? Even before then, even before that la- cable came, we mm. had, internet has been good in Kenya. We are, we are very lucky. As we were young, man. There is the undersea cable which <laughs> brought fiber optic into the country. Yeah, mm. yeah. When that thing came is when internet really blew up. But mm. even before then, it was the days of cyber cafes and stuff. Internet was mm. still available. Yeah. In fairly okay, enough, enough. You know, trading, you don't need like, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. 100 Mbps is overkill. Even 1 Mbps is good for MT4. Yeah. yeah. Very, good. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. And how how did you t- like transition now from just learning everything you had to your first live account? So, um <laughs> uh, I have had friends in this business. So, my friend uh happened a guy we were with in high school called Duncan. Mm-hmm. Duncan uh He happened to know what I was doing, or I told him I cannot remember. And he was like, "It's forty thousand. Try your luck. Why don't you go and try this?" Thing? Serious? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, we were seated at that savannah across the road. I mm-hmm. knew it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, I, I basically just got started like that. That was my first real. Four hundred dollars. Yes, four hundred dollars. <laughs> How long did you last before you out of like, I like the fact that all of you know what is happening. Here. I don't have to say what, what happened to that one. Yes, we all know. <laughs> How long yeah. did you last? So, so it happened. But the thing about that account, mm. you know, demo is one thing. Yeah. In, you well, can, actually, you are demo trading for a while. Before yeah, you, you can demo all you want. Mm. Like you demo. 
<laughs> you demo into Mount Kilimanjaro. Demo can can never equate real money. Never. And they measure that kind of real money. And real money need not be hundred thousand dollars or whatever. Mm. Yeah. It could be even ten dollars shillings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that 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 account taught me. Uh, it basically opened my eyes to trading and what trading took. What it takes. What it takes, and, mm. and that side, the emotional side of it. Eh? Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing I can tell you guys now, even then, you know, like after that account and you know the experience I'd gained uh, maybe for a year, then, mm. you know, I thought I knew, huh? Like, yeah. I'm good now, but I realized I knew shit. I did not know anything. Mm-hmm. Like even when I thought I knew, yeah, exactly. I did not know. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, I did not know. I did not know. Exactly. Exactly. Good point. Good yeah. point. Yeah, that's a, that's problem. a problem with traders. Yeah. 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 So you think you know, but you don't know. Yeah. Mm. As in, I I really thought I knew because even after that, now I traded a bit, got in my own money, trading, 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 trading. And, uh, and I'm assuming you are losing. So how 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 no, are you no, handling? No, no, no. I, I got. I, I first. I, I think beginners luck and stuff. I actually made money. I remember at some point, I had once made three hundred dollars, and I was like, "Why am I being employed?" <laughs> like three hundred dollars, and my salary was not that much. It was not that much. Just a yeah. few multiples of that. But I was like, "I can do this." You know, I can yeah. do this. And so I was a bit. You make money, lose money. Mm-hmm. Make money, lose money. You find it's like all the money you make, you give it back. Mm-hmm. All the money you make, you give, give it, it back. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like so there was that a lot of whips or volatility. Yeah, yeah, as in in my portfolio, not necessarily in the market. Yeah, 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 portfolio. Yeah, 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 portfolio. <laughs> so there was that, and uh, but at some point I felt um, it's as if I have become quite good. So I decided to quit employment so that I can do this full time. Full time, yeah. Yeah, and at this point, I acquired I think around five thousand dollars in savings and stuff mm. to to start the business. So I did that. That was in twenty fifteen sixteen, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and before you did that, you had some at least a track record of a few months trading well and not even months. Like since t- since I knew trading, I started trading. I never stopped. Like even and you that, were always live. Even that four hundred dollars, I mm. took it in within the first three months of trading. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's in errors after errors. Like I, I it, it, learn it, on the job. Yeah, basically, I la- I've learned on the job. I've mm-hmm. lost a lot of money on the job. Mm. So that's how I started and got into real life. You know, basically trading. Okay. So now the money that I had saved, I put it up uh, for trading. Because now I think I was um, fell. I knew a few things. Yeah. It took very long before I could be wiped out of the business. Okay. Yeah, mm. it took very long, but that long I don't mind it because it was just experience, really. Mm. Yeah, true, 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 it true. was just experience. Uh, yeah, so it took very long, and actually, what took me out of that, uh, basically, I I finished my chips on that was because now I did not have another income. Mm. 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 So if I don't have money for rent, already I'm moving, I'm living alone. I have my my bills and stuff, mm. so I would just have to go back to that account. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's so. One of the things now, maybe you can tell your people, your, your your guys, is that you don't quit so that you go and start trading mm. until you're like really profitable. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because true, true, what true. happened before I quit was that with that money, I already had the money and put it in trading. I made seven hundred dollars that month. Mm-hmm. Then the following month, I made I think three hundred, four hundred dollars, and I was like, it's fine. It's not like my job, but it will give me. Some, something some time and then i'm independent and then i can because you know i was working 
in finance at a fairly high level. Yeah. So my time was really engaged and okay. there was a bit of traveling involved. So you find I don't have time for trading. Yeah, so I, I, in my mind, I was telling myself, I've made this money without really applying myself as I should. Yeah. So I was thinking, the thinking was, if I apply myself, You'll make more. I, I should make at What's least, it? at the very least, equivalent to what, job, what I was what mm. I was earning at my employment. Yes. But I learned uh, after going out. Yeah. I think the fact that I was working was a good thing for my portfolio. Yeah, it was not a disadvantage. It was a good thing because I did not get to overtrade. I did not get to be on the markets all the time. Mm-hmm. And so o- over time, uh, because now I'm there a lot, your opportunities for losing are more, you're maybe mm-hmm. making more mistakes, mm-hmm. overtrading. Psychology. Mm-hmm. At that point, psychology had not even started. Like in my mind, I was just working... Uh, Thinking back now, mm-hmm. I honestly, as in I knew, you know, like there are these things you know, but you're not really applying. So yeah. I knew psychology was a big thing, but to be honest with you guys, at that point, thinking back, I was still working on my strategy and, yeah, and, and, and risk management. I wasn't not work, I've, I wasn't really working on on my psychology. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you can <coughs> go on to the next question. And uh, how how do you like now? You've I'm sure you've now formed a solid strategy around how you make decisions in the markets. Mm. It's I feel like it's based on technical analysis because I've interacted with you. Yes. So, so uh, can you describe to us like how you basically go about searching for a trade opportunity and how you execute it in the market? So, for me, I have tried uh, all methods. Like I've I've been a swing trader, I've been a long term trader. You know, like all in trade for for even three months. <coughs> Mm-hmm. like i've been mm-hmm. i've done all those things and but over time i've form i've become more of a very short term trader i even can say a scalp mm-hmm. but how i came to this i think was uh, informed by my own circumstances and my own capital and everything yeah because you find for you to enter a trade which you're giving yourself enough uh, space for say a month mm-hmm. yeah. the trade a month mm-hmm. you'd find i'd have to you choose a very small very small size uh, of trade mm-hmm. just to give it that space but the period and the potential outcome does not equate my my needs okay uh. um, so so that has informed how i came into this the, the smaller side of, of of trading because then you're able to get into fairly Huge sizes, bigger sizes, mm-hmm. which would because of my capital at the time, which would give me enough for for my needs and stuff. Yeah. So, but I've also you know, like trading is a personality thing. Yeah. yeah. What 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 is it that works for you? Mm-hmm. Because for me, you'd find maybe for instance, I'm holding a trade for even let's say two weeks. Mm-hmm. Three days in, clearly this trade is going some other way, mm-hmm. some other way, and um, my personality tells me to. Uh, interfere mm-hmm. and could be for the right and I could interfere at that point and it's actually the best decision I've made or some other times it's not yeah yeah, yeah. so 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 uh, there is that element of uh, my personality and what works for me yeah and so I do trade uh, I do uh, do very short term trades so you wanted to know how specifically I identify Yeah, like what do you look for? Now? So for me, I'm into reversals and continuations. So like I'm looking for on a downtrend even. 
Like I could be even be a very strong trend. I'm looking for those small pullbacks. Uh, so you're betting against the trend. Betting against the trend, or but not necessarily. So like now I find myself I'm doing both. I could be like you know like there could be like a small pullback, which is really just a continuation signal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to choose to enter, enter the same this, th- that kind of trade. <coughs> so but you'll find now I would say I go against the trend all the time because there are certain like in my trading plan there are certain things which I look for. Okay. Before I even go into the specifics of like what specific trade I enter. So like for instance, I wouldn't be trying to bet against the trend outright. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if the trend is clearly a trend, like now for instance with the Nasdaq and whatever, yeah. you will not try find me trying to do longs. And this is, um, you can even say in the 15 minute, eh? yeah. a trend on the 15 minute, I would not be trying to go against it. Okay. It could be not a trend in the four hour at all even, yeah. mm-hmm. but I would not be trying to go against it because the sizes I use, you find they are quite significant. So even a, a, a 50 pip stop loss is, Quite big. Quite it's big. actually quite quite big. I wouldn't be able to you know to, mm. to, to support that. So first things I I'll be looking at what is the direction of the trend. So okay. That's the first thing. I use moving averages a lot. Mm. Where is the price vis-a-vis certain moving averages? Moving averages. Yes. If it's above, below, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then now trying to choose the specific entry points. And now those entry points will be based on those pullbacks. Okay. Mm. Then there are, you know, like so now you because I also trade short term. There mm-hmm. are a lot of uh, where the market plays with your mind, you know, yeah. like fake setups, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. So you you find it could be you're trying to identify uh, so to make sure you're not in one of those fake situations. Uh, mm-hmm. And how do you avoid that? So I use MACD. It's a very good. I find MACD to be a very good momentum indicator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are certain things like. I think MACD and moving averages work very well together because if MACD is something is saying something contrary to moving averages, the trade isn't good. Yeah, it isn't good. It is just isn't good. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think now with experience, I've learned to to check to 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 really just uh, be patient. Yeah. I've realized mm-hmm. patient is a proper skill. Yeah. 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 Did, did you have it at first? No, no, no. And I did not know I did not have it. <laughs> How did you develop it? So maybe now we can. Uh, this this is now the part where I, when I became a proper full time trader. So like yeah, at that point when I quit my job, I had to go back to working again. So I went. Oh, back you did? To, yes, I did. Okay. I got back to working uh, totally like fully uh, back in finance. Okay. Grew in my career. I've worked now in finance for like ten years. So okay. Okay. Before I came here, so I really got into it, huh? mm-hmm. but I never stopped trading. So like I was always trading on the side, trading, trading, trading. But now the issues of psychology and 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 things like this. Yeah, these are the things I've developed when I've come here. Okay, I'm trading full time. Okay, because mm. now when I came in, first I was trading more money, and there was bigger expectations for for results and stuff like this. So you find um, you're really checking on your performance to see what is holding you back. Yeah. So for me, I've learned, for instance. Having a strategy is all well and good, but a strategy cannot remain the same. Yeah, it it has to keep changing. It can. The markets are dynamic. Yeah, it's in yeah, yeah. even the strategy itself. Huh? Yeah. You cannot be just stuck on uh, these are my rules. If price crosses this point, then you do this or do that or do these other things. No, you can never really be stuck on that. You have to continuously keep changing the rules, the, 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 the rules to to fit the situation okay. because every day you'll. You know, like 
you, you find I don't know whether you guys do that I'm sure you do like I, I think I had you Caleb say you, you reflect on your traits mm. when you do reflect on your traits mm. you do see like maybe <coughs> potentially a mistake you did mm-hmm. or maybe a new lesson you're like mm-hmm. so if this does this then it need not necessarily fit your strategy yeah so okay, you need yeah. to you need to include that in your in your new thinking going yeah. forward you know yeah, yeah. so that 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 is the thing i think for me uh, that has helped me really actually to really actually change my performance from being a up and down to more or less i wouldn't say i'm i'm yet, i'm there yet to be honest true i'm still i feel i'm i'm still learning i'm mm. still growing mm-hmm. <laughs> exponentially actually right now because now I'm doing it full time mm. and I think for me the stakes are higher yeah. I find that the stakes are higher now it's not like when I was younger I had the option of working and and trading can go to uh, can, can can stay yeah but now I'm doing trading as my full time job main job so mm-hmm. it, the, it is important for me to produce to produce some results yeah so with regard to strategy I feel like a strategy has to keep changing throughout mm-hmm. just throughout to fit whatever is currently market environment and market environment is happening and then also to fit your your mentality your mindset your thinking mm-hmm. because you'll find for instance uh, i had this problem where a candle is not fully formed yeah isn't it's still forming forming and you no at that point uh, you're thinking it will do this Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. You want it to do. <laughs> yes. You you're want. thinking this is what it will do now because <laughs> it has already started doing it will do that. <laughs> But this is not a candle which is not fully formed. True. Then you make a decision on at that point when when it is still developing, at that point it is suits it is suits your thinking. Yeah. And then you put you make a decision basically take a trade one way or the other. Yeah. And then uh it actually continues your way for a bit. But by the time the last 10% if it's a 15 minute candle the last, mm. the last three minutes, four minutes or five minutes <laughs> like then it changes direction completely entirely. and by the time a that new thing and that by the time that candle is complete it's a totally different candle yeah. it's a it's a, it's a shooting a new, star or something a new yes. trend idea yeah. <laughs> it's a new trend idea and then you you're already in yeah. <laughs> so like this kind of things thinking of uh, when do you make a decision mm-hmm. so like that put it in your mind and stick into it mm-hmm. that a decision can only be made after this thing is complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you guys have that challenge, but I used yeah. to I used mm-hmm. to have it a lot. Mm-hmm. It I don't say I wouldn't say I don't have it, but I've reduced it significantly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. So and was that due to many losses? That problem I think also comes from the fear of missing out on that move which you are anticipating. Uh-huh. Yes. That's why you just can't wait for that four or five minutes for the candle to close. Uh-huh. So you enter the market because you fear, hey, if I wait for the next three minutes then This market will easily easily go and exactly. take profit. And sometimes and you're left by the Yeah, and sometimes you're left. It's, so it's, like, it's so very true. Yeah. And the thing is <laughs> also let's say like you're waiting for a pinball or shooting star mm-hmm. to close. So you like what Francis was saying, you know this is where it's going to close. I already know. Mm-hmm. Then now you're like if I take here it's earlier than where it will close. Yeah. You oh, get my point like yeah, yeah. I'll have a better risk reward. Exactly. Oh, oh, Mawongo so too you're telling yourself. Yes. I'll enter early. <laughs> <laughs> Before it closes it will close up here. Yeah, <laughs> let me yeah, enter yeah. here. No, so no, your, your pin bar doesn't form. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true true. And these things play out in all time frame. It doesn't matter the time frame. It could mm-hmm. be a hour, <laughs> it could be a one minute chart. Yeah. Yeah. True, but true. it's the same same thing happens yeah same thing happens just the frequency mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. so so 
when it, with regard to your question was on on patience psych, and psychology mm. and stuff so i would say this is what i've been developing and i've developed over the last maybe two years okay one year plus mm-hmm. yeah. so and working on your demons basically yes working on 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 myself really that's that's really my because i think i have hammered down on on strategy my strategy works for me okay like, i am able to identify those pullbacks yes. act on them yes i'm able to identify continuations and act on them yes. the strategy is on point yeah. it's actually very much on point i love my strategy yes. <coughs> it was never always on point it has grown to be it yeah yeah mm. but still you find my ch- i am having challenges and so i'm asking myself now with the reviews and stuff mm. what are the challenges what are the challenges oh. and i find it's not always about your trading Mm-hmm. It's not about necessarily about your risk management. It's just you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You as an individual. And that is like for me now if I was to tell your traders something, it's just that that will be like the biggest challenge you'll ever face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that, that probably that, the hardest thing yourself. Yes, and mm-hmm. not probably definitely the hardest yani. Like yeah, true, true. To be able to master that. And I I, I want to imagine after you're good with that, eh, you'll find trading to be more enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because before then, you're you're wondering what 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 is it you're doing wrong? You're, you're, you don't you're know. following your risk management. <laughs> you have followed your strategy. And you're wondering what is wrong? Why yeah, why sure, is it sure, not sure, working? Sure. But now the the thing is, uh, and now this I think our challenge is our market. Yeah. In other markets, <coughs> you find they have maybe for instance uh, performance coaches, psychologists, yeah. Yeah. people True. people who help traders specifically mm-hmm. map out such with this kind of things yes. yeah psychological mm-hmm. problems there is one i follow on on on, on youtube yeah she charges for fees i don't pay but i follow the free ones <laughs> <laughs> so for, but for the free ones when you hear what they are saying mm-hmm. you find those are the actual challenges you as a trader face on your own on without speaking to anybody yeah. but now those traders in those other markets they have this person who can help them track really what is in your mindset that is affecting your performance mm. and with that they're able to track and uh, improve on that performance yeah mm-hmm. but now for, for for Kenya for instance where will you go do you have do you have like, like we don't have like great psychologists in, in this field no we do have great psychologists in mm. Kenya just not yeah, yeah, yeah in people who help yeah, well yeah, in trading well psychologists yeah, 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 we yeah, just true, don't true. So we are forced now to work with this uh, books books uh, mm. books videos. Re- videos. videos and stuff mm. but it would really be helpful it would uh, improve the process yeah. Yeah. if we could have such people in the, uh, in, the in the in the market yes and, so you, and you think psychologists should try and focus on understanding trading more and try to it find an issue there's a business there that's what you're trying to say in the f- next few years there is, there is a market for performance yeah. performance coaching there, coaching. Is, there is there because performance coaching is not just on trading yeah. yeah it is on it is on everything yeah and i don't mean motivational speakers yeah yeah, <laughs> like, <your house> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. like people is, will give you tips and tactics there is a guy I'm forgetting his name uh, when i remember the name i'll tell you guys but this guy was uh, a performance coach for a football team Mm-hmm. and it transitioned into trading mm. a professional football team mm. but transitioned into trading and and, and is a very big is a very big now performance coach he has mm-hmm. a book uh, called 
I'll find it for you can just chill. Okay. Uh, so yeah. This kind of people. I read that book. Huh? It's a very good book. I'm mm-hmm. sure you've read it. I read that book and it is the experiences that we face. But mm-hmm. now these are the ways now I've been able to uh, to know the problems that I have and now you're trying to work, tackle, work, them. tackle them. Yeah. Okay. Uh is it McDonald's? No, not McDonald's. Oh. Steve Ward. Steve Ward. Okay. High performance coaching. High performance coaching. Yeah. That's the book. Yeah, yes, yeah that's, that's the book. The book. You've read it, eh? Yeah, yeah, I've read it. So the, the psychologist I follow from from Australia, she's called Mandy, you know her? Yeah, you you told me about her sometime. Ah, like, I told yeah. you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. She's she's really really good. I I she's find on YouTube. She's on YouTube. Mandy, Mandy, Mandy what or just Mandy? Mandy MPX or something. Okay. She's on YouTube. I find yeah. her videos because how she works directly with uh, with traders. Uh, I find her, her videos to be very relevant. Yeah. Mm. For a trader, especially if you at that point where now you're just talking on your psychology, psychology because I, I i don't think you can or other at least my experience was i never got start i never started working on my psychology and performance until i was okay with my trading yeah because i don't think you will worry about psychology when you're not even sure of what you're doing yeah, mm-hmm. that strategy yeah. echo in line if you have yeah. not understood such mm-hmm. things psychology yeah. is still not in your yeah 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 on your radar and now according to your strategy the way you came up with it and all So did that help break down now to come and know what to trade like the markets you're trading the pairs you're trading how did you come to and uh, why do you trade them those specific ones that you trade uh, okay, good. actually yes so yes the i found um you cannot trade everything before True. previously i used yeah. to have like on which list <laughs> I, i used to have like 20 trades pairs. Tw- so rather 20 pairs of instruments i'm looking at i yeah. have i have currencies the gold the metals indices mm. uh, commodities i used to trade soybeans <laughs> it was a big thing for me serious <laughs> big thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was a good it was a big thing for me but i realized i cannot because Every market is huge enough for itself. Like unless you're really big, eh? I sure. I think eh? unless you're managing a few billion, your Goldman or something. Yeah. Then you need to put 2 uh, billion on soybeans, 2 billion. billion. You still have a few left, you put them on <laughs> something on coffee or whatever. Yeah. But if you're just trading the kind of money we are trading, mm-hmm. even if you get to 10 million dollars or even 100 million. Yeah. You can still work just on one market. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So uh with that realization I narrowed down my markets to the markets that I performed best at. Okay. Yes. So I eliminated a lot of the currencies because they they are good they they, they give you a chance but they don't work with my personality. And you also said they are slow. And Very are. slow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I came I I just narrowed down to two things. I trade the Nasdaq and 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 DAX. Oh serious? Yes. Nasdaq and DAX only. Only. Like it's very rare for you to find me trading currencies there is a situation i found myself where i'm i'm forced to trade some currencies so that's the only uh, uh, times you'll break that time you'll find i'm trading currencies but it's only for a time which if i do that if i'm i'm, I'm done with that um then i'll just revert back to my usual usual uh, markets markets yes and and what was that realization that you came to know that i'm trading a lot of stuff i need to reduce it being not knowing um you find in a, it's like now for instance with nasdaq 
Mm-hmm. I know what it is doing. I know everything that there is to know about Nasdaq. True. But if you ask me, yes, if you ask me what pound dollar is doing today, I have no clue. And I do not have the energy <laughs> to keep following up on on pound dollar. I follow up on dollar yen, I follow yeah. up on oil, yeah. and I follow up on 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 gold or because I find each instrument is unique. In its own and way. if you learn that instrument inside and out, yeah. like truly 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 like just go through it, mm-hmm. you'll find with time you see that instrument, you just know what it is going to do. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just a thing. Because even with trading, as much as I'm saying, I use moving averages and I have all this, uh, I have uh, MACD. MACD. The real turning point, decision maker, trigger, is usually just the candle. Yeah. I'm looking at the candle itself, like the candle, plain, without necessarily these other things. And it tells you everything. And that candle will tell me what direction I need to go. Yeah, that oh. is like so. MACD and moving average, they 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 like offer context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just offer context of 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 what my candle is saying. Yeah, yeah. But the real trigger of whether I go long or short or wait is usually what is the latest candle saying. Okay. And mm-hmm. in relation to maybe the other previous candles, and now sure. offer a bit of context around maybe fundamentals slightly, yeah, yeah. but usually just technical. And and now that is what helps me make a decision. And okay. with your experience, you found that. That candlestick holds significance. Yes, actually, uh, I think it can. We were talking about it sometime. Okay. <laughs> about how even at some point I would have the ichimoku and stochastics and I have RSI. But I most traders, most traders have passed through, through that journey. Like yeah. before you start there, yeah. yeah. you're not really a good trader. Or you've, you've not done your research. Come on, you're trading of it. You need to understand. As let's say you're having a trading conversation. Okay. Yeah. You listen to Ichimoku, are you familiar yeah. with it? Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. Imagine you are five years into trading and you don't know what an Ichimoku is. Like <laughs> that that knowledge is important, but you don't need to, uh, to use everything you learn. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, the problem is when you start, you mm-hmm. want to use almost all the indicators you learn. Exactly. Learn market today, you're going to try it. And, and you assume side, that the more indicators, the better you <laughs> yeah, get yeah, predicting yeah, true, where true. the market will go. Yeah, that's Ichimoku works. It works for some people. All these indicators work for someone somewhere. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yes. Anyway, uh, I have a question. So, uh, when when you've decided to uh, on a trade on a trend setup, how do you approach position sizing? How because I've heard that that you have huge sizes. So, how do you approach that? In regard to risk as well, Lama. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's not so much. Um, it's at the end of the day, it's just uh, what is my. What is what am I willing to lose? That's usually just the question. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the number is usually one percent. Mm-hmm. But I have I'm giving myself an allowance, so it can go up to two percent. Mm. But beyond two percent, it's just unacceptable. I cannot go beyond two percent. So you use uh, fixed stops, relative stops, relative stops from one percent to two percent, oh. because I trade short term. Mm-hmm. You find if for sure it crosses that two percent level. Then it's it's I'm no longer willing to play in that market, or maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. But so it's an automatic close. Yes, mm. but if if you've entered a position, you've given it a bit of space. Huh? Usually, give it fifteen pips, mm-hmm. about fifteen to twenty pips. Literally, actually, that's usually my stop loss. Fifteen, 15 to twenty, 20 pips. pips. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if I've given it that space, after the tenth pip negative, it's you see, like I could even be on the minute candle. I'm looking at the candle which has formed. If it is saying something different, 
from what I was thinking when I entered the trade, chances are I'm wrong. But I still give it a bit of space because you know with markets, you could mm-hmm. let's say for instance it's a reversal you're trying to 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 follow, mm-hmm. but you've entered a bit early. Mm-hmm. Because I've learned with reversals is that this will be the clear reversal. Like it's clear. It has come, it has bounced the first time. Yeah. It did not go, it came back to the same level. It has bounced again. It could bounce again and go, mm-hmm. if you would wish, or it could come back, cross that level totally, mm-hmm. and then now go back. Yeah. And then now go back. So usually that is what I'm looking at. What is the behavior? And this comes with having been on one chart for for mm. like forever. For, for experience. Mm. You know exactly what that chart does. Okay. Mm. I I want to imagine that is what it always will do. Okay. So and now either t- either of two things is going to happen when it crosses. It could cross and gone such that that level was not truly the level that needed to be held. Yeah. Or now it could go back. So I'm only giving it a bit of space to allow for that sort of uh, volatility. Because I don't know whether it's the big banks or whoever. People, there is a lot of that. We are just, yeah, you know, like liquidity is being sought. Eh? Yeah. So you'll find that level, there are a lot of stop losses just below there. So those yeah. ones will be knocked out. So you always mm-hmm. have your stop, not where everyone has theirs. Yes. I'm always trying to think, what will the big banks do? Okay. In fact, oh, okay. that's usually a very big consideration for me. Yeah. What will the big players do? So like you're looking at a market and you're thinking, what will retail players do they'll put a stop loss here <laughs> they'll put a stop loss around round numbers yeah they'll put a stop loss around uh, mm. levels Key levels yes so those are the things i'm looking at because even one of like one of my <laughs> i don't use it a lot but i still do like there is a strategy called bounced bounce strategy bounce uh, just a bounce strategy where if a price comes down to a round number 15000 even without thinking just buy just buy yeah, i've seen that also yeah. like just buy don't even levels yeah, yeah. that's okay, quarterly okay. levels yeah. yeah as in just buy and it will go for f- 20 25 pips mm-hmm. then it will now come back and even but you don't buy it on the second bounce just mm-hmm. buy it on the first bounce yeah and sometimes that strategy works like like magic you wonder <laughs> like but <laughs> you usually, when you think yeah. about it it's because of levels yeah. you find that is the level where stops were being placed stops were placed people expect that thing to go long so what ideally as a novice trader would you do you'd be like this thing is going long i put a stop loss just below this number yeah. so for that number it will go below by like 10 pips mm-hmm. at most yeah if it goes beyond 10 pips it's going It's not coming back. So don't, <laughs> don't stay there. Yeah, yeah. It's really going. <laughs> It's going. So you need to get out. Yeah. But it usually, more times than not, the first, unless it's a really bearish market, for instance, if it's a short, it will bounce back, mm-hmm. go 20 pips, 25, 30. Then it could come back, bounce again a second time. You can even take the second one. After the third time, it will bounce a bit on that level before it decides which way it is going. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as to sizing, it's usually just what is my portfolio so the thing is i have like various uh, accounts, accounts different yeah. sizes so i usually trade on a very small account an account with very small numbers and on that account i've copied the other the other oh, same risk oh, parameters okay, okay. yes yes so yeah. so the the copying of the trades is just by balance by balance by balance so it computes how much in terms of oh. uh, size it wants to put and in. which trade copier do you use Uh, social trader tools oh i think i've heard of it yeah, yeah it's pretty good so like but uh, but i'm beginning to have a problem with it in the sense that sometimes 
like for instance yesterday i had a situation where yeah mm-hmm. i had two trades one was right the uh, one and another one was wrong mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it got the wrong trade and did not put in the right trade <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. so like you wonder why are you in a loss because at the end of the day you expect to be positive yeah, yeah, yeah. let's say two percent or whatever mm-hmm. and it's it, apparently it did not copy the second trade but now that happens when you're scalping and you're moving very fast or the market is moving very fast because what usually it has a slippage maximum oh. Oh, okay if on the original uh, account, account. Mm. price was a certain number and mm. you've put in your slippage usually it's five pips mm. just gone beyond that five pips it will not take that trade to oh. assume so yeah so those are the kind of problems that are Some there with of using copies yeah yeah oh. i think it's that particular copier i don't think i don't know whether others have the same problem But, but that particular copy i have that problem with yeah with regards to to risk like lawi was asking how do you handle like a series of red days so you have 1 2 3 4 5 red days how how psychologically accounts how do you change your trading how do you adjust to such days it's obviously very tough losing money is not a good thing it's, it, <laughs> it affects your f- core like you feel terrible Yeah, mm. spinal cord going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> even yeah. even with the ex- experience you still feel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a money is losing money. There is nothing like a good losing money. Losing money just losing yeah, 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 yeah. The same way like making money it feels, feels good. good. Yeah. Mm. Actually f- making money does not feel good. Thinking about it. <laughs> not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, not the way mm. losing money feels. Yeah. Mm. Making money when you end a day positively What happens okay at least for me i'm just okay yeah. for me like you'll see me walking around the office i'm just nothing yeah. is happening mm-hmm. it's not a big deal mm-hmm. yeah. but losing money mm-hmm. is is I, in my opinion it's much worse than gaining money. money yeah but yeah, that course. has to do with our own psychology our yeah, own yeah. human yeah, nature, yeah, human nature mm-hmm. makeup, yeah. and it's this kind of things are the things i'm trying to 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 i don't want it to affect me as the way it does currently So mm-hmm. uh, usually what I do when I when I do such things at the end of the day for me I usually before I leave even the office mm-hmm. I the trades which I've closed I will review them So you so never sleep with trades the following morning I could I okay. could but usually the ones which I've closed okay those ones I'll review so I'll review all of them and so I will be looking at previously I used to look whether it fit my strategy So that's usually not a big deal for me now. What I'm looking at now is what was I thinking when I entered those streets? Like literally what was I thinking at that specific point? Yeah. Why did I make that decision? Yeah. And with that you discover a lot about yourself. You yeah. really do because you'll find uh, a recent scenario uh, where uh, I took a trade went into a loss. And when you look into it eh, what really happened with with that trade was that I should have been patient. Yeah. yeah. Because the market was just beginning to do some sideways uh, movement. Yeah. It the, the trend the reversal I was anticipating was not really a reversal. Yeah. It was it was a, a sideways sort of uh, beginning of of a sideways move. And my strategy needs as a way to identify that sort of market. But at that point I did not and if only i had been patient a bit more if only i had been patient i could have i could have not taken that trade and hence not suffered that loss yeah another one is where uh, i took a trade 
a good trade actually a very good trade <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. i was fucked out of it you know like it has gone a bit oh, i get you you move yeah, yeah. your stop loss to break even yeah. mm. and then it comes back to your stop loss specifically just your stop loss <laughs> just <laughs> no, for that one yeah. <laughs> it doesn't go beyond your stop loss and then good. goes back your way Straight. exactly as you anticipated all yeah. the way to the target yes and then now after like that first candle you're like ah this move i was right yeah mm. so you take another one then mm-hmm. kumbe at that point it got we fit to up starts going back so these are the mistakes because ideally the second trade i have no business taking it yeah. mm-hmm. it's like so trying to ch- it's basically mm-hmm. chasing a move yeah yeah uh, plus do you think it's a form of revenge trading like wanting to get back into that move and still recoup the loss and make something up for me i wouldn't say you see now i, I sat down and really thought about it yeah. for me what i was actually doing at that specific point i was still in my mind validated on the previous move mm. i still felt it was right and that i exited a bit early because yes. there are times you'll be faked out take the trade and it will work out well yes, so yes. Make some money and so that's it. what i did but ideally you see now that is where your trading plan comes in ideally i should never have done that according yeah. to the so plan at, according to the plan i don't do that you, mm. you i just don't do that yeah. you enter the trade at the point where your plan says your strategy says you should enter yeah. if you did not well too bad just go home is just go home or or we'll try tomorrow yeah. you know so there is that element which i find now i'm developing where i actually you see like they say trading is a matter of probability or yeah. Yeah. a huge scope you should but i be, i realized before previously i never applied that but now because of i think uh, being where i am you find now i truly understand in that element of probability in that it doesn't matter if you've lost this trade or if you've missed this opportunity it is really honestly right now at this point i truly believe it does not at matter at the point of one trade it does yeah it does not matter, matter. because mm. another opportunity will come and yeah. for mm. me especially because i trade sh- short term i can take even up to seven trades a day 10 mm. trades Mm-hmm. as in it will prove it, it will another one will come within the hour yeah. like it's like a bus mm-hmm. it's going to come True. so you just <laughs> you just <laughs> sit there <laughs> just yeah. just stay at there at the yeah, stage just stay just just stay there. <laughs> it will come and the other one will now be right for you yeah, will be able to take those trades and 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 make your 20 pips 30 pips whatever yeah, yeah. and you know yeah and and looking at that just before the main question you're saying every evening you look at the trades and all that the review, the review. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you, do you have a certain routine that you religiously follow day in day out? Actually, you've just reminded me. Don't uh, you'll repeat that question. Okay, you, no problem. The, the thing about uh, how I deal with this. Eh? So I was say the way uh, now I've reviewed. Mm-hmm. I've reviewed those trades. Now, the other thing I'm learning to do is to forgive myself. Mm-hmm. Acceptance. For, for these mistakes that i did accept that <laughs> because previously you'd find you've not forgiven yourself yeah you're angry at yourself you are angry you're mad at the market you're thinking this market wali too more they were sent they were sent for your stop loss why 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 did you just come to that stop loss why did you not stop one pip above it or whatever no. i know the feeling yeah. yes i know it. I, i can see like ken is getting it ken, ken is getting it he knows he has been there so yeah. it's that thing so like you really just need to so like you you at the end of the day you've reviewed your trades now you're now i'm going home i'm sitting there i'm driving home I'm just thinking this trade I did this mistake this mistake this mistake mm. by the time I get to my house 
have fully forgiven myself <laughs> i have forgotten about them mm-hmm. i've really forgiven and then i think about what what else did i do right on the day because okay. that, because there are some times when you've suffered a loss eh? yeah. and the trade was probably right yeah, yeah as in true, it true, followed true. your system it was fit a good pro- trade. it was a good trade it just did not go yeah, yeah, so yeah. like you're also thinking what did i do right today yeah and now you take your positives with you like mm. truly take your positives and apply them tomorrow the negatives forget them remember them so that you don't repeat them yeah. mm. in fact mm. have them somewhere just in your back of your mind you don't need to repeat this repeat this repeat mm-hmm. and then tomorrow come back fresh meet mm. kinakenapo drink mm. some coffee laugh mm. and 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 so and, and, and go into your day without the baggage of the previous the trauma day from yeah. yesterday that's a good point because yeah. that 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 trauma that baggage that thinking of the mistakes you did and everything mm-hmm. for me it has been a bad thing because you'll find after a bad day you'll have another bad day yeah. exactly and if you really think about it what mm. is it it's your psychology it's just it's just your psychology yeah if it's really bad you can even go away for a few days you know yeah, like sure. just just don't come to the office like yeah i've had such uh, days just yeah. if you've mm. messed up on a Wednesday, come back next week monday yeah, yeah. Mm. True, true, true. and that time off gives you time to even if you were not forgiving yourself you'll forget or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. but now working with it uh, uh, systematically like analytically you just need to think about them because you need to those things they they show you stuff about yourself yeah, if you true, really true, true, true. if you analyze don't just look at your strategy or the, the mm. levels or whatever think about what were you thinking when mm-hmm. you're doing some yeah. things mm. because you learn maybe you are thinking I have a debt here Taras. A funny lipe. I should pay Taras money. <laughs> <laughs> Regas rent. This 20 pips. You know what is your motivation? This yeah. is yeah, true, I don't know. It's deeper. It's deeper than what you see. Yes, it's not mm. really deep. It's not it's not just your your mentality on your strategy on your trading and all that. I found myself that I did actions. I took certain steps motivated by things which have no relation to trading to trading I yeah true, true true like uh, let me just read this statement by uh brett i think you know dr brett uh-huh. yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah. yes many trading problems are the result of acting out personal dramas in the markets mm-hmm. and you just come with your own personal dramas and he continues to say markets and relationships are expensive places to bring our unresolved issues true yeah. i agree i agree another thing on that <laughs> element is that maybe you could have had your problem with your your significant other yeah true kama wale usoko itajua then you come to trade tell yourself madam anijui and bazu seriously who does she think she is you know millions apa and then you just get into your business <laughs> the thing what i've learned is that You don't know it's happening in yeah, your mind. It's yeah. unconscious. You don't okay. think it is there. You don't think it is going to to affect, to affect you. In fact yeah. at that point you're telling yourself fine I've left it at the door. You have to go in bank. But it makes sense. Ah, you just check. Cha. The days you've had personal turmoil on the side. Trading yako imesafa. The day after, two days after, three days after after that news or whatever it is that you faced. Mm-hmm. You love a bad day. Yeah, and a significantly bad, bad day. day than other days, than regular bad days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so I think yeah, the personal dramas are really really affects yeah, how you perform yeah. in markets like true. Yeah, they shape how you like your decision making process. True. Because you'll come to the markets making decisions at us maybe your, your mentality is stressed. Mm-hmm. No, no. So like you won't make uh, that rational decision. No, no. Mm. Maybe uh, a trade that you was supposed to wait for a candle close like your 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 brain already is already 
faster than yeah, faster than like how you should be uh, acting normally like on normal events when you know mm-hmm. not stressed maybe not angry at someone you see like from an argument your body is active mm. and you see that like that uh, activity mm-hmm. it goes to your brain when you come to markets you won't have that patience to wait for that candle closure uh, and that's what you are saying attraction in the candle ah inafunga as a as a very very big bullish engulfing candle mm-hmm. and you're waiting for a shooting star mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, between, yeah yeah it really affects your trading but you didn't know uh, it affects your trading yeah and the thing is with other careers mm-hmm. you could you could live with those kind of dramas yeah, yeah but in trading you can't in trading you can't is in i was where i was working before i could have as much drama on the side as possible and still manage to do and still well. do my job be the best uh, finance Contents. manager that there is <laughs> and and do my job but that shit you bring it on board to trading to yeah. mess you the up the effect is on your pnl like it's clear yeah. mm. you can just ask yourself what happened on this day mm-hmm. like if you go through your pnl you're just thinking what happened on this because if, that if that you look like you were saying i also now agree with you i'd not even thought about it that way mm-hmm. but uh, i've been doing the one tap peak performance course mm-hmm. and any time i just go through that thing i always ask myself the average person is not taught some of these things like you never encounter them if you're not maybe in trading or where you need to that at least enough. make your mind to some yeah. levels yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and some of those things are like automatic responses like what you're saying so you have responses which are just automatic you don't think about them but they just happen your neural mm. pathways exactly they're, they're like already exactly. established yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. that to ki argue tunakale kuna wires tu zinashikana mahali and certain patterns form mm true you get yeah. so if you think about those things you really need to understand your decision making strategy for you to break some of those patterns mm-hmm. yeah. and he talks about you having understanding whether you start from a visual perspective to a feeling perspective to a decision or you start from a feeling to a visual to internal dialogue like there's a <laughs> whole process that you use for you to make decisions and for different people it's different and for different people it's different yeah. that's why i can't help you you have to help yourself <laughs> it's true <laughs> have you have to, to learn myself. yourself exactly yeah, you have to learn yourself mm-hmm. but when you learn such things i think those things are very very powerful and another thing that i think i've learned is that some of these things are skills they're not things that you are born with mm. they're skills that you acquire over yeah, time exactly over time because any time now i make a decision i try to frame it in that framework like where did i start all the way to making this decision was it automatic is it something that i even never thought about but to make your decision mm-hmm. or is it something that i thought about had this the dialogue was like this what were the side effects like there is a whole process towards doing decision that making. it's that dialogue in your mind yeah. you need to to know when you're <coughs> making trades exactly what was it that you yeah. were thinking exactly. it, 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 it's how it's i frame it self talk yes yeah. the self talk <laughs> yeah. what was i thinking why did i do this Mm. then you have that mental note of i did this because of a b c d yeah now when you're not in a trade you're you're free to think so yeah. you check whether this a b c d mm. fit your fit your plan or mm. your strategy or whatever yeah. Now, yeah which i find now trading is a good area to be like you see <laughs> what you're saying the other career you could continue living with that now in trading you have to work on it yeah there's no other way you're aware of it you have to face the truth what can you saying accept it and work on it other careers you can live mm. continue True. to which is a good thing now helps you improve become a better person yeah you'll see the reward uh, the feedback will come straight from the markets a mistake you used to do you stopped making that mistake yeah. meaning you're a better person than you were yesterday True. so i think it's a yes it's a good thing it's true true i think the only other people who face this kind of situations are 
ספורטס פיפול. אתליץ. אני חושב שאני אתליץ ואני חושב שאני אתליץ. אנשים צריכים לעשות You just can't go to the, uh, to the pitch and just be there. You see, like, you really, really have to perform for the yeah. team to progress. <laughs> for instance, with regard to, like, let's say, for instance, footballers, yeah? Yeah. you can imagine. You know, like, I, I, admire, I admire a lot of athletes. Mm-hmm. You can imagine. And it's not just footballers, even, even like, regular yeah, athletics. Yeah. The elites and the likes. Yeah. Yeah. The Olympics. It, you can imagine. Mm. This person is playing. It's a, it's a, it's a Champions League final. You've played up to that point. Yeah. You're in front of 90,000 people who are seated around you and shouting yeah. and yeah. screaming. Yeah. Half of them want you to succeed. The other half are making sure that you don't, don't succeed. succeed. <laughs> and you're there, you're supposed to take the last penalty yeah. and you're supposed to like concentrate on it. Don't like, need, like, there's a lot at of that pressure. point, you don't need to remember what happened with your coach, yeah. what happened with your fellow players, <laughs> what happened with your last girlfriend, <laughs> or whatever, what happened with the last the penalty, yeah. and uh, how yeah. good is the goalkeeper ahead of you. Yeah, the true, the true, person true. you're facing is probably the best goalkeeper yeah. in the world. Yeah. There is no better goalkeeper. And you're thinking, how do I be this person? You know? yeah. Yeah. So like that mindset, I, I just wonder how they go through it. At that point, just before they start running, yeah. what is going through their mind? You know, okay. it, it must be like, I don't know, or yeah, Usain Bolt, true, true, true. Mm-hmm. on the final of the olympics yeah like they're supposed to run for like nine seconds yeah, yeah 9.58 like, like, like elliot trying to break the two hour limit everyone expects you, you. To push well, yourself. and then with 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 running i don't know whether you guys have ever run like running there is a point <laughs> you, you get tired and you're done for <laughs> especially that one for kinaelud <laughs> those people are just like seriously mentally tough yeah, yeah, true, true, true true because You know, I've run t- 10 kilometers in one hour. Mm. So like, it means if I was to run the marathon in, I'll run it in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> They do it at, in half the time. <laughs> And one hour is fast. So one 10 is, kilometers, that's but fast. Then, but then, that one hour, yeah. I ran for two kilometers, stopped, yeah. walked a bit. <laughs> two kilometers. Ran for another two kilometers. There is a point there was a hill. I walked the entire hill. <laughs> and, you know. So these people are running Non-stop. continuously continuously and yeah. it gets to a point when you're running yeah as in i'm not a proper runner i've i've even stopped by the way but <laughs> <laughs> when running it gets to a point yeah. your, your your body just refuses like yeah. i was re- i was reading a meme yesterday which was very funny <laughs> when you run for the first time <laughs> said, oh, this got me. your heart is asking you do you stop or i stop <laughs> ברקפאסט, 
what I do when I get into the office. Immediately yeah. I get into the office. Uh, then uh, I trade the London session. So by nine, I should have been seated. Okay. So between nine and ten, I'm doing my pre-market thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just putting myself in that mindset. Mm-hmm. I'm about to start trading. So you don't trade pre-market? I don't. I don't trade pre-market. Yeah. Unless I have trades from the previous day, I'm just checking where they are at at that okay. point. But and this time you're focusing on the two pairs you told us? In fact, now before the London Open, I'm only focusing on the DAX. I'm you're not, not even focused on NASDAQ. I'm not even focused on NASDAQ. Okay. So I'm looking at what are the potential uh, news coming uh, affecting DAX that day or companies related to DAX. But mostly just DAX as a whole. I try not to go into the specific companies because I cannot manage Um, they, they have 30 companies, I guess. Yes, 30 okay. companies. Um, then the other thing I check is... Um, so essentially, I'm trying to put myself in a mindset of trading. I'm trying to make some... Uh, visual, uh, visualizing what I want to do. Uh, And I found this to be very helpful. In fact, the days I do that properly, I follow my plan properly, you find that I'm profitable. Because in that time you're thinking about your, because my my strategy is a bit, uh, there is an element, it's not, it's not set in stone. It's a, there is an element of my own bias and it's, yeah. it's what do you call yeah, it? Yeah. When, it's, when it's just you deciding at that specific discretion. Yes, yes, there is a lot of discretion involved. So I'm visualizing those setups. Like if you see this, this is what you do. This is where you put your stock. This is where you put your. This is where you take your profit. Mm-hmm. If it does, this. so I visualize this, and by nine, I have a bias of, of what I anticipate. I try to make sure that that bias doesn't affect my trade because, you know, if you have a bias, it could make you not take trades which are like self-evident. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're, you're not you're, fixed on the bias. Yeah, you're not fixed on the bias. You have it. But you're not affixed on it. You're mm-hmm. trading what you're seeing. So these things which you need to make sure so that you don't make mistakes. Mm-hmm. That element, that one hour before the market opens, is very critical for that. So you're mentally rehearsing how you're going to exactly. do things. You're mentally rehearsing what you're going to do. So 10 is 10 has come. Mm-hmm. Immediately you you're either in opportunities or not. Okay. Whether you do you get in on the f- because sometimes you can find an opportunity which was developing five minutes before the market opens. Market opens, volume comes in, it just fits into that and it goes. Yeah. And it could go for the rest of the day. Yeah. And I find that <coughs> sometimes with ducks, I love opportunities within the first two hours of the day and they're enough for me to even close the day. I if I chose to, I would not even trade in the afternoon. Yeah. Mm. So it's those, op- because it's only like two hours. You have to make sure mentally you're there. Mm. So I do that, I do that, and when the market comes, take my opportunities, the ones I can take, either they're in profit or loss, it's fine, doesn't matter, provided that you followed your rules, you haven't... Um, breached your rules. Breached your rules in terms of, especially the, the level of loss, maximum loss per day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you try to leave enough space. If, for instance, you're just making mistakes, as in you're just out of sync with the market, there are times you are. Yeah. You find you're identify an opportunity just after it has finished. Mm. Mm. Then you take it, it goes the other way. By the time you get to that point where you're realizing it's wrong, you're trying to go the other direction, but that move has finished. Oh. So when oh, you're out of sync, you need to identify that very quickly so that you don't do it a lot. You just get out. Then also just know what kind of market will develop in the day. for, mm. Because now with DAX, huh? <laughs> enough times 
you will just uh, you could potentially get a move for the day mm. between those first two hours <coughs> a move which can make you good money even for a week yeah mm-hmm. because mm. if it breaks out one way or the other up or down doesn't matter it could go up to two in the afternoon and that is could be like 100 pips 200 pips 150 even mm-hmm. so it could really make your day so you don't want to miss that because it could be the move for the month which will cover all the small losses that you, you have you okay in trying to get other moves mm. so i've realized when you take your moves when you can when you don't hesitate too much mm. just take them mm. then you could so i do that then come the afternoon i do the same again from 3:30 i'm just preparing 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 mentally now for nasdaq open for you nasdaq open yes if you have trades from the morning where they are because you'll not be able to concentrate with them the european market is also affected by the us open so you also need to begin if you have mm-hmm. trades on okay yes so when the market opens for the nasdaq repeat repeat do the same again for the first two hours but for the nasdaq can go up to 7:30 maybe three hours so from there it's just winding down now winding down mm-hmm. now at that point is when you start thinking um do i close some which ones do i leave uh is in based on how you why you took them oh. because for me there are different reasons why i take trades like now for instance the way i was saying the bounce sort mm-hmm. of trade mm-hmm. strategy if i those ones i don't hold for long so those ones you leave mm-hmm. you cannot de- rarely will you develop a, a, a long term trade from a bounce trade oh. yeah yes yeah, yes yes so like longer longer term and by longer term for me it's just a day or two <laughs> by longer term yeah. it'll, it'll probably be based of uh, some moving averages convergence they, they really came tight mm-hmm. they started moving the thing is still valid up to that point yeah uh, probably i've already moved my stop loss to break even so i'm comfortable leaving it so i could just leave it for the rest of the day okay. if i feel there is space uh, yeah yeah so at the end of the day now is where i'm reviewing 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 because i don't want to have that to do that in the morning i will have forgotten why i i did it okay or i could have as in I, it's not as as at the time when i'm closing the day my memory is still very fresh i make a few notes or not i need to carry forward mm-hmm. uh the, i basically note eh? did i do good or did i do bad okay is that categorization mm-hmm. identify the good the bad also that's a good strategy yeah like literally in terms of uh, psychology wise mm was this a good idea decision good a bad decision evil, evil, evil. then you know that then tomorrow in the morning when i'm reviewing before i start the day i'm looking at the bad things i did yesterday oh, okay okay yeah. so i uh, at that when you wrote them down they're like very fresh in your mind yeah and f- by fresh i mean in terms of even the setup yeah. you can see exactly in your head you can see this image of that setup at that point the situation how it was okay and even for the good you remember so if you see this ah then definitely this is what is going to happen if, if, if. okay yeah. and okay. does this move for now <coughs> just to finish on the routine on the weekend yes so for the weekend uh, it does that i do that until friday so for the weekend usually i come in to do my admin work like it's still but i must come in i have a bit of admin work i do I do my admin work then um I do reviews for the week. There are certain uh, my broker for instance they have a calendar for the things which are coming for the week and they have opinions. I just listen to them. I don't let them affect me or okay. make my decision. 
but it's just good to know <coughs> what, other people, what other people are thinking yeah. especially with the forward looking statements on if it's uh, maybe the, for instance the ducks there is a, what do you call it there is that purchasing managers index for for germany it's a big mm-hmm. deal for ducks so you want to hear what are their predictions mm-hmm. and based on that prediction so you in your mind in the course of the week when that thing comes out you know if it comes out this way generally the accepted thinking is that it should do this Okay. It should do that. But for me, because I'm a short-term trader, I don't let those kind of mm. news affect me. Okay. Because with the bigger people, uh, banks and stuff, they price these things in even before those things come in. Yeah. So yeah. you just want to trade what you can see at that point. True. So price, price action. action. Price action, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So since you're also trading on a prop farm mm-hmm. and you have some experience trading there for a prop farm, I think you've done it for some time now. There's some few questions I had for you from that side. Yes. So one is any tips and tricks for people who want to join prop farms like what would you advise them? What do they need to focus on? So prop farms are a different kettle of fish. In one thing most most are offering money where you cannot have a drawdown of more than 10%. Yeah. Mhm. My thinking is that 10% is a very tight drawdown to yeah. be honest with you because yeah. in the market that we trade and given the return they also expect you to make to make in that period it's literally 20 days yeah in 20 days they expect you to make a certain percentage then you bit you love to enter fairly sizable trades yeah because you might have for instance a situation where you're being given 20,000 you expected to make 20,000 and a maximum loss of uh, 10,000 no 20,000 20,000 also but if you start wrong if you start wrong it That's means it. your work is just doubled yani yeah. your mm. work is just increased but the main thing i can like i can advise people is uh, one you ma- you need to make sure your strategy works Mm-hmm. So don't jump going in. into them. Yeah, no need to pay because there are certain prop farms. I think even one owner of one of those prop farms uh, agree is in said for them they don't make money off at you've succeeded so you're making money so they, no. The money they make is off these fees people are paying to try to be oh. traders. traders. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you if you succeed and you make money they'll just pay you off these fees. Yeah. There is no real account. Mhm. So there are those okay. th- so a lot of these prop farms mm-hmm. make a lot of money from these trials. So mm-hmm. you just need to be keen on that. Yeah. So you, when you go into this uh, ensure your tr- strategy works. Just mm-hmm. that that is just like the bare minimum. Okay. You will not go to experiment there. You experiment there. It, you cannot learn there. That's mm-hmm. not the place oh, to learn. True, true, yeah. You need to learn on 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 the side accounts, yeah. or on your own account or whatever. Once you feel your strategy mm-hmm. works for sure. Yeah. Because if your strategy works and now you're in the right mental space, it will not work even if you're not on the right mental space. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's a good strategy, yeah. your mental space. So by the time you are saying that your your strategy works, it means also your mental space is good, your mindset is good. Yeah. So one that that is like the bare minimum that you need to have. Then the other thing is with with these programs, you cannot go there trying out stuff. I'll not go there to try to enter uh, bounce trades or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, or some other bounce trades I do. So you don't experiment. You, you don't go to experiment. I can try those things on my personal account, a yeah. smaller size because you know, mm. it'll either work or not work. Yeah. And on out there I can, you know, I can apply my thinking which is is then you need to take risk to make money at the yeah. end mm-hmm. of the day. So if I don't take that opportunity, I could be right or wrong or whatever. 
if i'm right well and good if i'm not right it's also well and good so there you cannot go and do such stuff you need to stick to your plan like mm-hmm. really just you've tried your plan you've confirmed that your plan works on the side now once you've done that when you go there that is the plan you have to stick to yeah. you don't go there to try out or to experiment or to enter trades by mistake or be affected by your mindset because if you do that will also be the end of it yeah. because you have very little room for mistakes you're making business mm. for the farm yes <laughs> exactly yeah you have very, very little in fact room. there is no room for mistakes mm. yeah, true. there is literally no room for mistakes but i've found so like i've, I've come to i think uh, there are certain farms which literally actually want traders Mm-hmm. Forget these ones which want to make money off of the challenges. Challenges. No. There is, for instance, one I know where they, you don't even do the trials. Mm-hmm. They give you a criteria and you just start. Mm-hmm. Pay a small fee, start. Small amount, start. Yeah. But they scale you up very nicely. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. found that to be a very good program, and probably. In the end, probably will be the one proper I'll remain with. Yeah, because them they are literally interested in your success. Yeah. Yeah. They're not putting oh, dance moves or whatever you must do this, do that. No, no. Then they're also minimizing mm-hmm. what you can do on the platform. Like there is a maximum lot size. You cannot go there and mm. lot size twenty, mm. and your, <coughs> your your risk percentage is only ten pips. Yeah, uh, I mean ten percent or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if you for you to move from one level to next, I've mm. By my computation, you need at least 300 pips of their maximum lot size which they have offered you. Mm-hmm. Mm. And given that you won't use that, it means you'll have to make up to 600, maybe even 1,000 pips to, for, to, you to move. for you to move to the next level. Yeah. And if you're making 1,000 pips, your system works. Yeah. Your system works. And then if if you do that as they as they would, mm-hmm. they double your allocation mm-hmm. up to a certain amount, which is a very significant amount, significant amount for a, a regular person mm-hmm. in Kenya to use to trade like and having grown from that level to that level where you're given that maximum amount where they double you after certain uh, benchmarks you hit certain uh, points for sure you'll be a good trader that is somebody who is looking for somebody they can work with for like a, a long time mm-hmm. because these others you find the, there are caveats they're not uh, they allowing you to do some very crazy st- stuff and knowing like most traders they're not that disciplined yeah, of course, yeah. so they'll try stuff which is not necessarily and in terms of these prop farms for the people who are listening are there specific ones you could recommend for people to go use and how much they give yes i could recommend for sure ftmo ftmo is a is a is a prop farm out of czech republic but it's it's recognized internationally like in Denmark in the entirety of Europe it's like the best prop farm that there is yeah. for retail traders yeah. they offer up to a maximum of $400,000 trading 40 million Kenya shillings yes 40 44 45 mm-hmm. yeah so up to a maximum of $400,000 and all you have to do is pay for two challenges of 200,000 each if you succeed uh, their criterion which is pass make 10% then make another is it 5% five percent. Yeah. Yes, 5% within a certain period then you're given your allocation okay. and they are, the the good thing about ftmo is that they are their pr their back office their customer service is very prompt very professional okay it's 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 legit so point. Okay. It's, it's really on point yeah mm. then there is another one called the 
my forex funds mff my forex funds yes mff they also very similar in terms of uh, the structure to ftmo not as good but equally uh, but just okay sufficiently good <laughs> not as good in terms of just uh, customer service and and systems and, yeah. and whatever mm-hmm. but at the end of the day if you're a trader what you need to do is to trade so you need the money and your system yeah. so the system is working uh, you'll get your money you'll get paid when you get in they have mm-hmm. they are, and the other thing is that they are developing they are newer than ftmo yeah. so they are developing in terms of their back office you can see that they improve in every other month in their communications they use discord a lot mm-hmm. so for that one you interact with them via discord okay, okay. yeah, yeah. So they are also good at the and they are better in fact because the cost of their $200,000 challenge is lower than the one for FTMO. 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 The what you're supposed to produce is also lower by 2% and I think the maximum uh, drawdown is also a bit higher. Mm-hmm. So in that sense they are better than okay. an FTMO. And they even offer maximum a bigger maximum amount which is uh, 600,000. Then the third one is the is called audacity capital. It's the one I was referring to. Audacity capital. Yeah. It's the, one, it's the just, one where you pay, yeah. Yeah, it's the one I was referring to where they don't even they don't give you much. They, you just pay for the first one, a certain a certain fee, and then they give you for a start $15,000. You make 10%, you go to 30, make 10%, go to 60, make 10% on 20, to 40 for 80 up to maximum of 500. Yeah, and every 10% you, you basically every 10% you grow you grow oh. up to a maximum of 500,000. I've also found them to be good and then they were even before prop farms became prop farms they were still in existence. They are like much older but they were now doing you know like the usual where you go do an interview okay. they take you in. They were a prop farm even before the way the current structure of prop farms has come before. Yes. So they were working in that sense. So those are the three I can recommend. I've okay. interacted with to some extent um with two of them so 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 in that at least those ones i know potentially okay. getting to the third also mm-hmm. but we'll see we'll see okay goes. yeah okay so now since you've told us you've participated in the share market mm. you've also participated in the forex market you now trade indices <coughs> what do you think about the crypto market are you trying to look at it no uh so the crypto market yeah. it, it is here with us yeah. <laughs> it's not going anywhere yeah <laughs> but For me I I like I invest in what I know. Mm-hmm. I I am those people who believe that you can never be a passive investor in the sense that you just don't go and buy shares for instance and, and you let them and just let them stay. And I learned that thing they are doing. I had some HFCK shares at some point. Mm-hmm. I actually still do. But uh, <laughs> it's like you <I> forgot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, the thing is I it's like think about it in terms of our trading. I basically got married to the position. Mm. <laughs> so like it got bad, then it got worse. And then, and then it got even worse. Yeah. Then it gets to a point where you can never sell them really. Yeah, really well. That's how just the guy. They're now retirement funds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the way it is. I I those experiences I've just learned basically you have to be active in your portfolio. Mm-hmm. If you own shares you need to be actively monitoring them as to where they are and if they get bad exit do whatever yeah. if you want real estate the same thing is in 
Wewe jenga tu nyumba na wenje kusema unakota rent. <laughs> rent yields reduce. Yeah. Isn't yeah. maybe okay we in Africa so we are lucky in the sense that they are still increasing mm-hmm. and urbanization is still going on. Yeah. But in the west rent yields are just reducing. Yeah. And even here in Africa in Nairobi that time will come. with the with the office market office mm-hmm. spaces mm-hmm. Yeah, it is yeah. actually reducing already mm-hmm. as yeah, it is. Yeah. So if you put up a few billions to raise a, a, a 20 floor building you cannot so you find you need to find ways to actively manage those assets and yes. i've seen that with like let's say for instance like blackrock mm-hmm. blackrock mm-hmm. is one of the biggest landlords in new york and, mm-hmm. and how they manage the real estate portfolio is it's just very interesting they are very active with it it's not you see like in kenya we when you build you're just like i'm done. normaliza i'm done now this is like retirement plan <laughs> people don't view real estate as, a, as an investment position you can exit mm-hmm. They, they they just don't they just acquire and it's permanent yeah. but I, I, that's not how i view it so going back to your crypto market question i for me it's not something for me because i don't understand it that much okay. i haven't researched it and it moves too fast yeah it is too affected by elon mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and but the main thing the drivers for it eh, i feel they are not things in my control mm. okay. things i can control so and the volatility is too extreme okay it's really too extreme but i regret why i never got into it because when bitcoin was coming up i knew about it like when people were mining bitcoin for the very first time mm-hmm. i knew then that's 2010 yes i knew i knew about bitcoin and i i, I just i'm just totally why i never just bought a few and put them away in a wallet somewhere mm-hmm. and forgot about it because i was very active then mm-hmm. i knew it was happening i just did not know how to do it though i okay. didn't okay. know about wallets and stuff uh there were no exchanges then R- rather or they were not accessible to us in Nairobi yeah but the thing is i knew of it mm. but and now seeing the price you're just thinking ah, if i'd taken a few at a dollar a, 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 a bitcoin coin. yeah know? yeah but now it's too overpriced for me so but i think crypto is just going to be there for a minute uh, for, for for a bit it's not going anywhere i've seen a lot of application of it being done by by now regular institutions yeah mm-hmm. um it is under threat in the sense that if central banks get into crypto i don't know how it is going to exist because you see central banks and governments are more trusted than some exchange somewhere mm-hmm. yeah so if let's say for instance central bank of kenya here was to issue some kenya shilling in crypto mm-hmm. then that's basically it there is no producing another crypto in kenya because yeah. that will be the main most accepted trusted. one yeah. most trusted one mm-hmm. because it's issued by central bank by central bank so there is that but it's not a market i'm very familiar or okay. so yes. basically you believe that the market will actually work for crypto yes for yes, crypto, yes but not that here to stay bitcoin or ether or ripple or will be the dominant one maybe no. others will no. come others will come others oh. will come for sure others will come es- especially if you know the thing is what is money money there is one element of money which is it must be trusted so the ma- crypto is becoming popular and all that eh? but the majority of people are still not in it yeah true, true, true. so basically they are not they've not got it there but if central bank or some government was to come up and support such a thing it could very easily just bypass everything that already exists mm. yeah. but at the moment of course there are those which are accepted more The, the crypto market is very broad i, I think you know that eh? yeah. so, isn't there are currencies for all manner there are like people who, who, who launch them every other week 10000 coins 
Mm-mm. Yeah, there are all manner of Dude, of, 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 of 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 coins coming up, yeah. and that's actually the the bad thing about it because every Tom Dick and Harry now wants to produce his own exactly. coin, basically be the first <laughs> investor, go promote it on on TikTok or whatever. Credit. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, actually, that's where they they, they get TikTok. pumped and dumped yeah. because they get pumped <laughs> from TikTok. Mm. Uh, apparently. <laughs> Apparently in the West, people are getting a lot of financial advice from TikTok. This uh, what is that <laughs> name of that company? Robinhood. Yeah, yeah. Robinhood. Yeah. Those Robinhood people, yeah. they are getting their advice from Reddit and and TikTok. And what do you think about these people? <laughs> You're telling me like how they are doing. They are killing the central, the the hedge funds at some point, yeah. So, um, with before we conclude on the crypto, so cryptos are here to stay, yeah. and 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 uh, it's just for me personally, I'm not yet in the market because I don't get it. Okay. And for the ones, you know, if you think about it, eh, the market you're operating is so huge. Yeah. How mm. much of that do you as an individual have you covered? As in you have so much to do before you Very can even little. So the people who are exploring crypto, if you mm. think about it, you find it's like the endowments in Harvard. Mm-hmm. They have billions and billions of shillings. Mm. They've bought forests in Brazil all over. Mm. They've diversified. Now they're just thinking this thing is for the future. <laughs> Let's put a few billion here, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's what they are doing. So, but for me as an individual, yeah, my assets really. are still very few. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I still just put them on regular things yeah. which I know and 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 work with that, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You you had asked something yeah. about the Reddit hedge funds, the new hedge oh. funds. <laughs> so, what <laughs> is happening? Reddit, Reddit hedge funds. <laughs> They're not it's just that what is happening with Reddit is what happened recently what was the name of that uh, game GameStop. show GameStop. 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 amc yeah is that people were just being contrarian mm. and, and just being contrarian for the sake of being contrarian mm-hmm. but then they were uh, many enough and uh, in, with enough money mm. to be able to drive out real edge funds yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it's you know like <laughs> people in the west me in my view they are mad they are a bit mad eh? or they have too many resources i don't get it mm-hmm. because eh, would you for instance eh, mm. think about it rationally mm-hmm. as a rational investor mm. intelligent like, investor no no rational the word is rational, <laughs> rational. as a rational person mm. go and buy a, a stock and you are saying you only live once <laughs> yolo <laughs> yolo and this is a stock eh? This is a stock, eh? This is a stock, eh? Which differently? Think about it. This is a stock, eh? This is a stock. Is in when you're analyzing stocks, you're looking at their P and L, their balance sheet, their cash flow situation, management, management, uh, the ma- the market uh, where it operates. In. This is a, a stock with everything is bad. So mm. clearly, is in everything for this company, specific company, is bad. But then you and some people think, they should not just be shorting their their their, their company. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Let's let's show them. Let's show them. <laughs> so you at that point, you're just one person with your a thousand dollars or two thousand, and you buy, and then you go call Taras and you meet at Reddit and a few others, and you buy enough of you to be able to move the price of that thing upwards, yeah. knowing these are companies the capitalization of still a few billions. It's not entirely a small company. Yeah. Mm. But you mobilize enough of you mm-hmm. to, to be able to push in a different di- price in a different direction, mm. which is not supported by any fundamentals of yeah. a company. Mm-hmm. Because with companies, it's just fundamentals. Yeah. Fundamental. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, as in, uh, you must have a lot of resources to be able to do that. Yeah. that that's my thinking. <laughs> but because they like three million investors on Reddit. Yes. Like on that game store. Like yes. Three million people. But but these thousand dollars. You should check that thread. Is it why are you investing in this company? Somebody is like YOLO. 
That's your reason. You don't you don't care for for where is the price at that point or what it is doing. No, no, no. You just were passing by threads in trade and you're like, we are buying this one today, and that's what they are buying. And they did that with several companies, not just GameStop was the big one, but they did that with AMC. There was a third one also, which was significant. Yeah, yeah. But as in for me, I don't have the same thing we saw in Dogecoin. If you from if you yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same story. For me, I'm too rational for those kind of I'm too rational, and and I'm generally risk averse. Yeah. As in even me, as in the trades I take, as in before I take that trade, age. I've I've done everything that I can in my head. That trade should work. If it doesn't work, it's a miracle. At least that's the thinking before I get into the trade. Yeah. It must work. Okay. So. I cannot do that just because people are doing that. Yeah, yeah. But but there is a what is it being called? Um sentiment investing. Mm-hmm. It's like a new it's like a new field or something. Analysis you have seen something. A, a, a field where even now the big edge funds are putting in resources into doing research for sentimental investing. Mm-hmm. Oh, where yeah. people are investing just based on sentiment, not necessarily the fundamentals and trending stuff. Yeah. Yes, just what is what is up today. What There's actually a guy on the new market wizards mm. book who yeah, yeah. who trades like that. Yeah, yes. Oh, so yeah, he yeah, developed yeah, yeah. a tool for identifying social trends on social media, Twitter, mm. and then he do research and then buy the sector. He was making good money. No. That, I think that was still that is still rational. Mm-hmm. That is just still very rational. It's a very rational thinking. Yeah. yeah. Because what you're doing it's like uh, this this headphones. Uh, they have a very good name. Audio Technica, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big brand out there. Mm-hmm. It's a very big brand. So this person, what you're saying, they do. They identify. You see these companies, especially for the like, for instance, the headphones mm-hmm. phenomenon. Yeah. As in, they've just started small, but headphones now there is a whole segment with a billion dollar market. Mm-hmm. So this person was identifying that young people maybe are starting to buy Beats or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and uh, that is the that is totally rational, rational. thinking. Yeah. 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 It's this other one, rational. this other one is not rational at all. <laughs> you know this company is doing badly but you, you know people are no longer doing buying those hardware stuff mm-hmm. you know that the management is not the best in the world you but know it is overpaid <laughs> and you're still thinking this company is share is what is the reason there is no reason mm. okay i get you yeah. yeah the one you're saying it's like come even like uh, somebody i knew back in the day mm. who was buying stocks based on what he's seen Like you could enter a room, a room like this, and check our shoes and see a lot of us are wearing Adidas kicks mm-hmm. or whatever, and he'll go and buy Adidas shoes. <laughs> that's that's Adidas a stock. Adidas stock. Kenyan, Adidas stock. No, no, no. Somebody from Phil Fisher. Uh, I cannot remember the name. Okay. So, some, somebody. Yeah. You go to a parking lot also and try y- to see. Yes. The, stuff like the, this. The mall. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Mall Exactly. It's very rational mm-hmm. at the end of the day because you're just identifying this is where the market is. And if this company is selling, then it there's, there's, at the end of the day it will reflect on the bottom line of the company. The share will do well. Yeah. Okay. So as we wind up, I have a few other questions that I want to ask, especially now regarding your personal trading and how you can help the average person. Mm-hmm. So first of all, what do you think makes you stand up? What gives you an edge in the market? What would you say is your advantage? I w- first of all, <laughs> I want to identify as a, a regular trader. <laughs> not, not as <laughs> any better than regular. But um, I'm trying to join the 1% or whatever, the mm-hmm. top percentage. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. And for me, it has been a journey, and I think it has to be the same for everyone. Um, a journey in the sense that 
you grow uh, in terms of strategy risk management the money that you have for trading however you grow it but also you grow as an individual in terms of uh, personality yeah personality because a lot of the lessons we learn in trading are basically life lessons the things you can apply reg- on regular life and they make you a better person that's true so for me i would say i've been willing to go through that journey mm-hmm. i think a lot of people are not always willing uh, or realize how much work it takes to become a better trader or be improve on your trading i think real trading is like a proper it's a, it's a grind we are not different from like miners or farmers or whatever people who really work hard yeah with their hands i think we are not different from them because if you think about it when you walk into that office in the morning you don't know whether you are going to have your daily bread yeah. you you literally don't mm. the same thing with farmers when they go into farming at the beginning of the season they don't know whether they have still come through or not and it's 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 a it's a real grind which um as a new trader as somebody who's trying to come into trading you don't always know because you find there is a lot of uh, publicity by people who have maybe succeeded or not i don't know showing a lifestyle <laughs> or not showing a certain lifestyle uh, something uh, picture perfect instagram you know yeah grammable st- lifestyle which is apparently trading lifestyle but which i find not to be like realistic at all that's yeah. not the trading lifestyle because i think by the time you're good enough you have that kind of money you will not be doing that nonsense yeah you will not be <laughs> seriously yeah. be by the time, true, true. the market will humble you mm. it will make you so humble you'll not even, like you'll be appreciating every dollar you get yeah mm. so i think for me it's just that resilience i've been because if it's if it's quitting you're going to quit like i would have quit years ago mm-hmm. but there is just that mental toughness resilience the willingness to put in the work which as which i have had which has enabled me to be here today and find myself growing in terms of uh, capital managing and basically just capital managing and as a result uh, earnings and, and basically the money okay. okay and what advice would you have for someone now i'm a, I'm a new person i've met you nimeona hiyo chat yako then nikwambia sasa nataka kufanya kitu yako the first three things you tell me advice What are the three things you tell me? I found that mm-hmm. most people who want to come into trading especially now and in Kenya is that they've had mm-hmm. they've had there is money here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So like they have this thinking they were told by somebody or read somewhere or had something. I'm only on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> or they saw Instagram and they're <laughs> <Or> thinking <YouTube. laughs> there is money here and 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 we Kenyans we are very keen on short term gains yeah. quick gains yeah. yeah so the first thing i would basically just assess your mindset how how have you come into this and how, how why is it that you want to do this yeah and basically set you straight in terms of because the expectation level versus reality mm. is a very different there's a big divergence extremely huge and as Kenyans especially it, it, i think it's a peculiar thing to kenya mm. maybe even to other countries but it's just i find it uh, peculiar because i think i have the advantage of having been in business and particularly the financial side yeah, yeah. 
and being in situations where I've done a bit of actual investing, not 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 shares and stuff, like in a company, and I make decisions on what to put up in terms of a factory or this or that asset allocation. And with that, it gives me a bit of perspective in terms of risk and return. Yeah. So it gives me a basis to acceptable levels of returns. And risk. Mm. Yes. So you find, uh, as Kenyans, we are thinking, um, somebody is actually can ap- approach you and tell you they want to give you this money and they're expecting, I don't know, 100% or however much in a very short bit of time which i find to be unrealistic so mm-hmm. it's that disconnect you just people some people need education mm-hmm. in this the other thing uh, i can tell people is that uh, don't come into trading if you're not willing to put in the work mm-hmm. trading is the only field where on your day one of trading you're trading against the best person in the world yeah true, true. It's like sports. It's, it's like going to a, on a marathon mm. and the first marathon you're running, you're against, sure, against, against, against the lead. <laughs> like, what chances do you have? You have <laughs> zero chance. And it does not exist. Exactly. I can bet 100% certain you, that Kipchoge will you beat you and beat you properly. <laughs> there is no competition. It doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> and the other one towards the end. Chances are Kipchoge will still beat you all of you. Yes, even if you have a head start. <laughs> you can yeah. bet on it. Yeah. That's true. So, that's true. So yeah. that's the thing. Um, it's it's the one business. It's, a, it's very unique in that sense. Because yeah. on day one, you're against Goldman Sachs. You're against uh, Paul Tudor Jones. You are against... Uh, Jim Simons. Yeah. People like that. Is mm-hmm. it people who've been in it for 30 years, 40, 40 years? Mm-hmm. Managing billions. Managing billions. Uh, hundreds of you have, of you are handicapped in every sense. <laughs> they, have, they have all algorithms working for exactly. them. Exactly. They have exactly. all manner of things. They have all researchers working for them. Handicapped. You are properly handicapped. And you expect to come in. Make an edge. And, 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 <laughs> so the one thing, if I was to meet somebody, let reality... Let, let, just 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 eat them with reality a proper dose of reality mm-hmm. yeah, because even me i was there mm-hmm. i found myself after i landed trading kidogo kidogo i'm just thinking huh <laughs> 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 and all these things you profit prado prado you know you're just thinking <laughs> <laughs> at that time i'm staying in an sq in buruburu <laughs> 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 like you can imagine the, the, the discrepancy there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's that reality check which has to be there. But and then just the willingness to do the job because I believe and you know it's not it's not just on this one, it's just on anything. Mm. Patience, hard work, uh, resilience. resilience. You'll get there eventually. Yeah. Put in the ten thousand hours thing. Mm. The whatever however long it takes to master your skill because this is a skill based environment yeah and it's a lifetime skill yes it's a, it's a, it's it's like photographers and whatever they have to take 10000 of them before they can say is in to to get to a point where they can you know do something Watch really us. good you know and it is again true with almost any field so if i was to talk to somebody today the third thing i would tell them is that you know uh, 
put in the work basically be ready to put in the work it's hard work it's lonely work mm. it's it's work you'll suffer and you'll suffer alone you could be seated here right now you're suffering but everybody in the room is just laughing and they cannot understand your suffering they cannot even help even when they want to it's your spouse they want the best for you or your mm. kid or whatever <laughs> but they cannot help <laughs> yeah, they cannot even <laughs> get it. <laughs> they don't get it. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's, it's yeah. really hard. it's why I was saying it's a very it's a grind in that <laughs> sense. <laughs> Because those days alone after especially forget now you have a good understanding of, of, what of, is of, of some stuff. Eh? You can imagine at that point when you don't even know about psychology. At that point you're just thinking strategy. You wondering what is it that you're doing wrong why is it that every time you just go wrong <laughs> it's like when you enter the markets like they were told he's mm. coming then they go the other direction you know mm. because that happens to a lot of newbies uh, when you're starting to trade so it's that the area around expectation and the reality then also your the mental space uh, the amount of work that needs to be put in those things are just what needs to be emphasized on if after all that and uh, a very bad a pessimistic story about something bad happening in trading if after all that you still want to do it then you you you're good to go mm. yeah okay okay so another question is uh, <coughs> so uh, you said when you started out uh, that 2010 2011 2012 uh you started out with some friends yeah uh how many of them and uh how many of them are still in the market and trading <laughs> and what happened uh so there actually i had two friends who we were trying to trade and planned to trade together mm-hmm. but they for one reason or another they stopped trading both yeah. of them yes both of them mm-hmm. yeah but it's mainly because of it's it's life too many are called few are chosen no it's you you go into different things and mm-hmm. then you know at the end of the day trading is a, is a business where you could be not having results but at the end of the life life doesn't care whether you have results or not yeah mm-hmm. so and when you're beyond a certain point in terms of life uh, you're not being supported by your parents as in you've crossed that level so as in you must pay your rent or whatever bills have to be paid mm-hmm. stuff like this So you find because of this maybe you you have to go into another career or yeah. get into oh, actual yeah. business yeah. yes for me that's that's why it's not that they have lacked interest or whatever but like the one person now that Elias a friend of mine him is still even now he trades eh? just a bit not not but not as much as he would want or you know uh. and then even him he was it's still is very good in, in trading mm. but uh you know trading has that element of ups and downs eh? yeah true so if you don't have a way to cross over that level i think there is a, a threshold which once you cross you're in mm. in terms yeah. of you've been uh, you've had capital it has been lost you've managed to gather some more your skills have grown you've acquired a, a certain level of uh, consistency yeah, consistency which if you don't acquire before life catches up with you If you're quiet before life catches up with you then mm-hmm. you're good because then you're able to earn a bit of money to support yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if life catches up with you before you cross that threshold that's it. Then it will be very difficult to go back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Unless you have a good support system. Mm-hmm. We were talking with Caleb here before the show. The way you find that in the west uh, people 
based on what they want to do in life, they're able to start very early on and they're supported by their parents. Yeah, true, true. And, 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 and it could be on anything. We were speaking about uh, a DJ in the Netherlands. Garrix. Yeah. Is Martin Garrix. Yes. Mm. He started very young. He was, by the time he was 18, he was like a world-renowned level DJ. Yeah. 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 Is in, I find that to be very interesting in a career like DJing, you know. Mm-hmm. DJing is the career in Kenya in our times when you were seen that is what you wanted to do. No. You are being even <laughs> being like disowned. <laughs> <laughs> you are literally <laughs> being disowned. Your trading is at that point now. Mm. Yes. Mm. Trading is at yeah. that point now. Yes, yes, in a way. In a way, yes, actually. Because if you can quit your <laughs> school or whatever to do trading, trading uh, they're wondering what are you doing? Yeah. You, you sit in a computer, yes. <laughs> and what do you do? Uh, you make money. How? <laughs> do they give it to you? <laughs> well, how? 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 Yeah. What did you sell to them so that they give you the money? <laughs> 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 Who are you talking to in the computer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> These are conversations I've had with my mother. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 so how do you make until the point where even if they don't understand, they just accept, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they just accept that you do that and, and whatever mm-hmm. you, you, you go do your thing. And what, what are some of the cardinal trading rules you live by? Like one, you say there's the 2%, like you can't take more than 2% hit on a single position. What are some other rules that you live by? So, what I can say about that 2% rule basically is just that I say, I usually have the mentality for protect your capital. Mm-hmm. At all times. At all times. Fiercely. Mm-hmm. Just protect your capital. So that's your first philosophy in trading. In fact, it's usually <laughs> rule number one. Such that on rule number two, when you're confused about a trade, mm-hmm. I usually say refer to rule number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're not sure about this trade, refer to rule number one. <laughs> when, you're, when you're like trying to... <laughs> Fight with the stop you're, loss you're, or you're, you're undecided, refer to number one. Mm-hmm. The other thing is... Eh, <laughs> this one I just apply it's something I read somewhere I don't know who said it somebody said it there is nothing more stupid than staying wrong when you know you're wrong mm-hmm. mm. like you're wrong but you you have, so you have known you're wrong uh-huh. and then you continue staying wrong <laughs> as in it's really stupid you think about <laughs> it <laughs> you know and you still stay <laughs> <laughs> so as in so it's it's regard to stop loss when you have not put in a stop loss you're, you're buying hope you're, you're thinking this thing will come back and usually it never does. In fact, it never, never does. does. Yeah. Mm. So it's that thing. So somebody had said that statement and I found it to be very appropriate. Uh, you know you're wrong. Mm. You now know. In, uh, before you enter the trade, you were thinking you could be right. It went wrong. So now it's wrong. And now you're still staying wrong. It's like the example <laughs> you're giving. You entered before candlestick closes. You're from a shooting star. Yes. Like in Badu Badu, you're, you're still there. clear bias. Exit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's buying hope. It happens a lot with traders. Yeah. And even myself. And uh, So it's these things. That's just small things. Mm-hmm. Quotes are usually like stick on sticky notes and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which so, help. Which really help to when you're not when you're being when you're doubting yourself. Yeah. When you're confused as to what to do, when you're dilly dallying in making a decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now with the markets I, I, I participate in, they move in they move very fast. Mm. You'll you'll move, you know five lots of Nasdaq. Five lots of Nasdaq is is, is fifty dollars. Five hundred uh, fifty dollars, yes. It's fifty dollars per people. Yeah. Per pip. Ten pips. So if you're ten pips wrong, that's a thousand dollars. That's five hundred dollars. Ten pips. Actually put it at ten lots. So ten lots. So ten pips is a thousand dollars. Yeah. 
So a thousand dollars, you're ten babes wrong, and you're dilly dallying thinking <laughs> this thing. <laughs> it's a thousand dollars, and it's a thousand dollars. You're wrong. <laughs> then it goes to fifteen hundred, and you're thinking, ah, shit, it'll come back now. Yeah. Then it goes to two thousand. It's in there is no thinking mm-hmm. at that point. So you just need to get out. You don't need to get let it get to fifteen or twenty or thirty. Mm-hmm. It's better to just get get out at ten. Mm-hmm. Even if it goes back, yeah, get yeah. out at ten. Mm-hmm. You suffered your thousand dollar loss. It's in the pocket. You go with it. You'll get another one where mm-hmm. you'll make two thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my final question is what do you think about the retail scene in Kenya and the trading scene generally in Kenya like you've seen it evolve I think <coughs> before yeah. it was regulated regulation before as we started no <laughs> <laughs> the market for forex trading has never been regulated in Kenya never bado yeah, never <laughs> it's never been regulated Not it's now CMA, CMA is trying to do something yeah but if you think about it what they are really doing they are regulating brokers yeah they're not regulating you mm-hmm. or how you do you or you true, use your true, money they are regulating true. brokers and potential money managers yeah okay yeah so that's what they're regulating okay but in terms of at the, what you do specifically or whatever it's a there, there is no regulation okay no it's a good thing it's a me for me i i i really like the fact that now retail trading is picking up it's being known previously you'd find uh, you know you guys have come in at a good time mm. in 2012 i'd be in a room somewhere i'm speaking about trading i'm the only one who knows what i'm talking about it's in investment in kenya is not was not has never been like a regular normal conversation yeah mm-hmm. like real estate yes is in investment in financial instruments mm-hmm. so shares or whatever those Bonds, things were, were never bills. common the only people who were able to invest in those things were people who were a bit knowledgeable yeah mm. but now it's becoming commonplace mm. now with retail trading especially with the younger people and with the advent of internet and uh, uh, smartphones being common and everything mm-hmm. then it has become very people know about it and they are learning yeah. what they do not know however is that a lot of rather a lot of the new traders is that is how much work it takes mm-hmm. to to get into trading and they are in for a very deep learning curve yeah mm. Then it will just take time before they realize what the fuck it is we got into. <laughs> Because <laughs> the, time, the, yeah. the other problem yeah. is uh, mm. there is no one to tell them. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There is no way. Isn't so things like this channel mm. will help in such situations. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people like I recall one day my younger brother is like 20. Mm. His friend uh, they came over to the house. His friend wants to learn trading. So like my brother I told him I trade. So he was asking me some questions. And I could just smell the naivety. I could just see it. And even the mindset itself. Even yeah, exactly. the mindset. Even like, I'm just thinking, boy, young man, isn't this is what you've chosen to do. Yeah. In, but for those who, 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 who stick to it, eh, mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, the rewards will, will outweigh the... The, the the amount of will really pay off for the amount of work it's, you it's put in. It's worth it. Yes, it's really worth it. Yeah. But it, the space is increasing. The advent of brokers into Kenya is also helping. I do not like the kind of advertising I've had mm-hmm. by being done by some of these brokers. It's very manipulative. Yeah. Uh, advertising. Yeah, yeah. And now where the the 
CMA, the regulator is supposed to do something about it. They're not doing. Yeah. Because I also think even them, I don't know whether they understand. Did you see that an interview the other day being done by Yvonne on Citizen? Uh, Yvonne Okwara and some uh, Peter Onyango guy from CMA. Yes, there was a, a CMA person and two brokers there. Okay. Brokers is a forex. Yeah, yeah, and Scope, and you know. EGM and Scope, EGM, EGM and Scope. Yes, the one thing I was hoping to hear on that conversation was the concept of leverage. Mm-hmm. Nobody discussed it. Isn't it is the one bad thing about trading? But they never the Talked people who know it, who know about it are the, the brokers. They yeah. know about it. They know it is what they provide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they never said it. But it is not in their best interest to say it. Yeah. Yeah. The person in whose interest it is to say is the is the regulator. Yeah. He did not say it. Yeah. And my reason, my my thinking is that he doesn't understand it. Mm. Okay. Mm. Him is I, I saw his title was something about stress testing and whatever. He's and I'm just thinking risk. he's basically an accountant. Yeah. He's coming in to check whether your balance is uh, your, your 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 liabilities versus your assets. assets mm. uh, your assets can cover your liabilities. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And their clients' accounts. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So it is that element which they, I, 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 and then I think even, uh, even the same for Yvonne, eh? she did not do okay, a research eh? to raise the proper questions. questions yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. she tries to be informative and mm-hmm. you know like now, <laughs> maybe maybe she does the same for all the other fields because you see these are fields I understand. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I knew exactly oh. what she's lacking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those other fields she talks about which I don't understand. Maybe mm-hmm. she maybe also, also lacks some other stuff oh, about yeah, those yeah. fields. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So but I, I felt that that element of leverage is one thing which people need to understand. Better much better yeah. in order to make decisions to understand why forex works or does not work yeah. for some other people yeah yeah but i saw at one time uh, Wallace Kantai is now with CBK is a communications person mm. uh, but i don't know whether you know him yeah i know him he was a news person business news yeah. Yeah. him he did a thread at some point on forex and it was very it was on point okay. it was on point it was like things well which research. make sense yes mm. it was it was basically just on point mm-hmm. it was on point mm-hmm. you find now like that conversation uh, by Okwara and, and those other people, because it lacked the element of leverage, they left a very key component. It makes the conversation misleading. Yeah, the, con- the context is not exactly. It's correct, but it's not correct. It's l- it's missing something, mm. yeah. which should really be there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So with the advertising, mm. you mm. I don't know whether you've heard on radio, especially for FX Pesa, there's yeah, something yeah. about return. Yes, fifty dollars. Yeah, it's in. Like they're just asking people to put in money because they know people will lose the money anyway. Yeah, yeah true, true. You know, and they make from commission. And the one person who should tell people about this. In the G2. Is CMA, but they don't. Yeah. So why mm-hmm. don't they do it? And it's why I'm saying regulation is just something else. It's still a lot needs to be done. Somebody, I read somewhere, or somebody was saying, uh, the way regulators are never ahead of the curve. Rarely are mm-hmm. they ahead of the curve. It's usually, they just after. always after and way after, not like at <laughs> slightly it's like way after. You see right now with mm-hmm. crypto, mm-hmm. they're exactly. regulating 15 years into it already. Like that's yeah. what they're thinking about. What are they regulating with crypto? Actually, they're thinking about like uh, IP ICOs, some of those things. Like you can't just go for an ICO. Those are some of the things uh, they're working on. Uh-huh. Yeah, like for you, for people who are investing, before you invest, what you need. Those are some of the things they're thinking about. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is the CBK doing that. 
No, SEC. 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 America. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. equivalent. <coughs> no, no, I, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so you're not talking about Kenya. No, 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 no. Kenya, no, no. Kenya no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about Kenya. You're not talking about Kenya. Example, yeah. Regulator also way after. Uh, after the way back. Now I'm equating that to the SEC now rushing after crypto after it's become so big mm. and scams have already happened and things have already happened. Yeah. So I think the cycle is always behind like you're saying. But yeah, <coughs> the market in Kenya is good, it's growing. Mm. And then with also I don't know whether you guys speak about Shay Tamak. No, you've provided yourselves with employment, which is very good. Eh? Yeah. yeah. And it's why I'm saying it's in the fact that it's growing is a good thing because now unemployment is real out here. Oh, you like Tamak looking for a job. What did you think by Tamakin? I said you meant uh, like going to put Lami. Just looking for money. Oh, Tamakin, I mean Tamakin is seeking employment. That ah, is yes. where you walk around with brown envelopes. <laughs> go <laughs> to yeah. an employer, give that envelope. And and you have been very lucky because I have been in that journey and it's a very difficult journey to be in. Mm. And you can imagine a lot of the graduates coming out of this universe. True, people oh. out of high school. Oh. They all seek in employment, and there is so no. this is a very good opportunity for some. Yeah, it can, which can really do do wonders for people. It's like uh, the online writing thing. Yeah, you know, like people mm. want good money from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in as much as it's uh, people, I've seen some news coming out of the West, the way people are cheating in universities and all yeah. that because of mm-hmm. because of people in Kenya. Mm. For me, I see it as a good thing. Yeah, that's yeah. A, because yeah. people here, we are people are people have done up to masters level. Mm. And you have no job. Yeah. And sure. it, and you are you have you are an okay person. You have good communications. You have good interpersonal skills. Mm, writing skills. You have good writing skills. Is it? No you could. You should be employed. Yeah. By, mm. by all means, you should be given something to do by somebody. Yeah. But, but the opportunities are just not there. Not True. because they are just not there. They're just mm. not there. Like yeah. they are not there. Then mm. with COVID, who is hiring? Things mm. are getting worse. Mm. Mm. Yes. Then with COVID and everything, you find the jobs. I was seeing somebody on LinkedIn saying. The way <laughs> it was interesting. They advertised for a position. They got like, I don't know how many CVs, like 200, 300, 400. Mm-hmm. No, they got thousands of CVs. Mm-hmm. And those thousands of CVs, I think, they said uh, they narrowed down from 1,000 plus CVs to 200 mm-hmm. by just checking the email names. If you're Caleb, come on. In, if your email says Caleb, some funny name, or the way young people now are putting oh, up emails, okay. they, yeah, they yeah. just eliminated fast on that. <laughs> <laughs> just to reduce the CVs. Exactly. Because you have a thousand plus. The position is only one. <laughs> <laughs> It's just one position. One position. One position. People. Yes. A thousand plus people. Or there were two positions. I cannot remember. Then now with 200, now it's where they're now. They said, ah, okay, fine. Now let's look at the CVs. And then now they remove again based on some very trivial reasons mm-hmm. just to remove uh, eliminate because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's two positions that so. are remaining it's two positions you're looking to put somebody in but you've received 200 people mm. him he was ad- ad- advising young people how to be professional and, and, and communicate communicate mm-hmm. well you know those funny emails like even my younger brother i saw his name is vincent His email is Paul Wesley. <laughs> Who is Wesley? <laughs> <laughs> totally different. 
Wesley. Celebrity. Who is Wesley? There is a Wesley. It's just copy. But I feel like that's that's also something that I've observed. I've observed like how people are clear, clearing school and even if like if you're trading if you're just even learning how to trade the only thing that i think the big difference between you and someone who's tamaking is at least when you wake up you have something to do you work tamaka kiamka ana kitu kufanya like on a day to day basis ana yo what to sit down and think about tamaka ndio kitu at least when za amka ufikiri eh na trading leo ni make progress aje so it's like you have something that is engaging you mentally and making you grow so you feel productive also at some point so what i do know lakini is that for 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 us and for a few others and for for kenya with time the trading can be like you see the, the way they usually say this country has earned this money from multiculture mm-hmm. this country has earned this money from oh. coffee mm-hmm. as in the gdp is based on it yes mm. trading has the ability to move this country to be a, a segment within yeah. the financial markets mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which this country can say proudly that this country has earned 5 billion 10 billion 100 billion in foreign currency you mm-hmm. see the money when it comes into kenya it's yours yes but it's counted as part of kenya's money yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know so they can say this country has earned this much money mm-hmm. from from markets from foreign currency markets mm-hmm. and i'm glad because like you guys what i see you guys are doing particularly you three mm-hmm. then you much younger you younger you at a, at a and you at a younger position situation but i feel what you're doing is like re- really right so it's just a matter of time as in it's just a matter of time before we are here in taras as in as, as tromsky as i mm-hmm. as in we are not just seeing him we are here mm-hmm. in him. we are walking around and you see hey taras did this caleb did that you know yeah bless and seeing people doing the right thing so it gives me that thinking you're not the only ones yeah. mm, because i've sure. also have had over a few others a few very few mm. very few actually very few mm. some of those have had they're not necessarily doing the right thing but mm-hmm. you guys i feel are doing the right thing going through the right steps to put yourself in the best position to succeed in this business yeah, yeah. so Good and with your education important. with with the education you're offering I think even if 5% of your uh, clients uh, students succeed the impact it could have on this country in terms of foreign currency and 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 basically, basically just supporting this country yeah. because this country mm. is in a bad place in a bad way in terms of our debt situation everything is just bad yeah. Yeah. if you earn money you'll not just put it in forex you'll, you'll put you'll invest it in regular thing yeah mm. those regular things chances are will offer employment will offer mm. incomes to others within this country mm-hmm. yeah. but it is all be- because you earn some money from trading. From, from trading which came from elsewhere yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's growing I, i like to see i like what i'm saying really okay so yeah, i think that potential yeah so believe the potential is way way big <laughs> of investments yeah because there like there are no there's only one SIB which is a forex fund like a fund that manages uh, foreign currencies mm-hmm. so i think uh, as more people 
go for the licenses as more people uh, become uh, licensed traders uh, as more people learn how to trade the right way mm-hmm. from maybe now educational providers like us it will now change the like the 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 the, the, the ecosystem of, of of trading because also uh there's also a, a huge percentage of traders doing the wrong thing yeah yeah so yes. like trying to minimize that by what you are doing such podcasts mm-hmm. giving people like the true harsh reality of trading come to trading like see depositing 50 dollars and you know like trying to give the reality mm. will really really shape up the industry because we also believe if you don't shape up the industry no one else will shape it uh, yeah mm-hmm. shape it, uh, exactly. mm. shape it up so it's good we've started like we know a few hedge fund man- um, uh, fund managers we know a few good traders managing uh, six figures seven figures so let's believe it's a matter of time as you've said a matter of time before the industry solidifies mm. people now start believing that actually you can uh, work as a for, like as a forex trader not really as a trader but in that industry maybe as a, as a, as a, like there's a lot of positions in trading in the performance mm. coach you yeah, performance mm-hmm. coaching yes there is there, uh, is, there are true there are positions mm. jobs which could develop based around trading IT systems programmers especially programmers Quants, yeah, yeah. Quants. Quants. Traders, yeah. so there's a lot of opportunity mm. in, the, uh, in the market but like we've said eh, the regulations the regulators really come way after my immediate <laughs> worry right now mm-hmm. regulations with this business actually it's not even regulation it's taxation mm. Mm. taxation yeah i feel we don't have a good um, there is no good regime mm. taxation regime for traders for this industry yeah. yes which is specific for this industry traders, yeah. yeah okay okay yeah. and and we are just bound bound to have some serious fights down the road before that is defined I yeah. agree. That's true. even you guys if you are to earn some serious money right now mm. you could have some serious problems with taxation down have the you road. faced any problem till now i haven't <laughs> they would rather not discuss it here yeah. <laughs> but it's coming it's, it's something <laughs> we, we can discuss that one off the camera but mm. uh, it's just something i foresee as a problem because mm-hmm. the way this business works is not the way a regular business exactly works. true true a lot of different players in the game not even that mm-hmm. With regard to how you earn your money, yeah, exactly. trading, mm-hmm. the risks that you go through to in order to earn your money, mm. <clears throat> and the losses that you've suffered in that process, even as you are learning, as you are coming up to being who you are mm-hmm. right now, versus a regular business which sets up infrastructure as inventory or is offering services, charges a fee for that service with minimal risk, mm-hmm. because if you have inventory, it's right there. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Versus how you earn, you earn your money in trading, where literally your entire capital is at risk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how I've seen it being taxed in the West, it's very favorable. It makes sense for traders. Yeah. You're given certain room to maneuver. Mm-hmm. But here in Kenya, you'd find chances are uh, our tax authority would uh, probably charge you a corporate tax based on the normal need mm. for all companies all companies for all companies which i don't think is necessarily the right way to go about yeah. it true i've seen some exemptions with on on capital gains tax huh? 
but I haven't had a chance to test them yeah. in terms of whether KRA will actually accept that or not. Okay. Yeah. But um, it's a concern, and as as the but as the business is broadening, is increasing, is deepening, these questions will have to be answered. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. So I think from our end, all questions have been answered. Yeah. So we've had an interesting conversation. I'm sure anyone who's been listening, you've picked up a lot that you can use in your trading. So ensure you just don't listen. Apply what you've learned from this podcast. There's a lot that you can leverage on. Make sure you leverage on the experience that you have gotten from about four people. If we combine our experience, I think yeah, it's 20 years plus in the markets. So you can learn a lot from four or five people chatting about markets. So I think we'll stop there. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Peace to everyone. Mm-hmm.